and she's asking that question that you kind of don't want to hear why do all men want sex like all men are the same they just they're not up front they just they just want sex she goes some are up front and they just send dick pics all the time just dick pics dick pics dick pics i was like really and have and and i've never heard of this and maybe you have she said some of these cats send them with a ruler yeah (laughs) your question should have been centimeters or inches Good afternoon to most good evening to those of you across the pond watching the show. My name is Jason Miles and welcome to another episode of This is Revolution Podcast. If you are new to the channel and are enjoying what you see so far, please hit the like. Don't forget to hit the subscription bell so you are notified whenever we go live. And welcome to our Saturday free show. Usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we do This is Revolution for about an hour starting at 6 p.m pacific time but on saturdays we start way earlier well for me and we go as long as we feel we need we hide nothing behind a paywall ain't that right tucson that is right (laughs) back to you jason Well, if you guys are liking what you see and you'd like to show support, you can support us by becoming a patron. We have access to all of the champagne rooms, movie nights, and you can participate in the Mau Mau Hour with the one and only Pascal Robert. Those are those $3 and make it all be yours. Now, if you don't want to make the monthly or yearly commitment, we have, what do we have for the people in Tucson? $30 $30 for a full year of uh-huh. This Is Revolution mm-hmm. at the patron level. Mm-hmm. A full year. Mm-hmm. 
30 bucks. Best deal online. That will give you access to patron-only shows, call-ins, movie mm-hmm. nights, and more. And if they don't want to do that, what, what can they do to help support the show? They can like, subscribe. Mm-hmm. They can pay monthly. Mm-hmm. Three, five bucks, <laughs> ten bucks. And, and they can also... They can also send Jason D pics. Jesus Christ. With rulers. <laughs> the amount of dick pics I'm probably going to get in the inbox now with rulers. Hell yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a song, What It Feels Like to Be a Woman? I will know. I will then know. You will then know. That's that's what I need to know. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've never understood sending a dick pic because I was thought like, what? What? First of all, I'm way too insecure. And if <laughs> dad bod, small rod, you know, dad bod, small. <laughs> I'd probably try to take it with like a fish eye lens or some shit like that. Oh my gosh! I think the oh, uh, Frenchie in the green room. Okay, so. <laughs> I think the idea of a dick pic is supposed oh. to be. Oh, oh God! Sorry. I just saw. I just saw. What did you saw? I just saw Frenchie. I thought she was. Frenchie going nuts in the green room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought she's making a salad. Yeah, she's not well. She's not. She's I haven't not. tossed my salad. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's putting it all in the camera. <laughs> this, is, this is the show that uh, is probably going to get demonetized. So right now, yeah. if you guys have a question that you're going to want to send to... I'm looking... Uh, Frenchie, you got to stop because I will be on the first thing smoking to Detroit. <laughs> I don't even care if there's a man in the house. I will challenge him to a duel like it's 1745. Slap that man with a glove and say, You, sir, are not worthy of this woman. (laughs) (laughs) The sad part is, I really wish people, I actually, I don't wish people could see because then it would be a free for all fight for people on the first thing smoking in Detroit. Southwest be like, we can't handle all these flights. <laughs> uh, Frenchie, have you ever been to Mexico? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I live by the I live by the beach. Leave it at that. But the voice you hear with no face is the headless, faceless voice of reason. M Tucson, please welcome M Tucson. Hello, hello. Welcome to our second Valentine's Day show. Thank you for indulging me. So for people that don't know, Toussaint is is the one that puts these shows together. She is truly the super producer. Um, I believe whenever she puts a show together, that's Black Girl Magic. Yay! That's what it looks like. Speaking of black girl magic, he is my homie, my co-host, my dog. He is the man of the Mau Mau Hour. He is the 
Pascal Robert. It's Pascal. We can see the green room. I'm like, I'm not sending this episode to my mom at all. <laughs> People can't see, and I'm not even going to tell you what we're seeing in the green room, but I just want you to know um, that I'll be doing shows remotely from Detroit soon. That's, that's the only thing that matters. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like that, y'all. Well, I mean, the, the, this is what it is. This is what it is. It's the look on her face as she's doing it, which is, um, the, I'm going to cry in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna shed a, a bit of a tear because it's that it's that face right there where you say you just you go here. Just just say I do. Just stop stop playing around wow. and just say I do. We we are moving fast on the gravy train of red zone right now on this show. That's the that's the kind of face that has you um texting all the time from the, where where are you at? <laughs> Look at the bathroom. God damn. <laughs> we couldn't even break the ice. I can't see you, woman. <laughs> By the way, peace and greetings to the chat. Peace and greetings to the audience. Peace and greetings, Jason Miles. Peace and greetings, Emmett Toussaint. And where are we going on this train wreck already, man? Oh, my God. Andy Williams just put it on Patreon. Like, yeah, this whole show will be on Patreon because it's yes. going to get... If she's if she starts miming shit the way she's doing in the virtual green room, <laughs> this is like a how-to video. It she, is. This is this is like uh, your twelve-year-old dream come true, where you're trying to watch uh, weird porn between those lines on cable. Oh, like, stop it! What man. is that a foot? <laughs> I think that's a nipple. It's an elbow. It's an elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody know Pascal knows that too. That has not lost on Pascal. You've definitely tried to watch between the lines. You and your younger brother were trying to figure out what that was. Is that a, is that a leg? <laughs> She's so silly. Oh my god. Okay. Well, Dusan, I will let you introduce our guest since you <laughs> since you brought this. Uh, this this love demon onto the show. This love demon. <laughs> this okay. is gonna be like those. Wait, is it gonna be like those Playboy shows? Like you know how there's a Playboy channel on satellite radio, where it's just women telling stories that aren't true at all. Okay. Is it is it gonna be like that? But she's gonna be telling the truth. She's <laughs> she checking the mic. She says yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to introduce our guest for today, Frenchie Davis. She's a sexologist, a sexual abolitionist, and she has an MPH. She's also hiding a banana. Let's find <laughs> out what that's about. <laughs> Frenchie Davis. Ooh. My God. My <laughs> This is what's been going on the whole time in the. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I don't think I'm prepared for this. 
you know, I, you know, I like them golden. I'm living my life, right? Damn. No. <laughs> Is that I what was, Jill Scott was, meant? So does merch. I was like, do I hear? Nothing like a woman with options. The best option. If a woman ever grabbed my member and did the snake as she grabbed it, that's when I would know that was the one. And then they'd ask, how did you know that was the one, Dad? Well, wow. (laughs) This is how I met your mother. Right. Right? Like, would you like to tell us what that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo! Me and Pascal have no idea what that is. <laughs> I, does does the audience recognize this? It's gold, a wishbone. Deluxe, you know, nerve-ending, having salacious. And this is this is. You know, you, <laughs> yep, baby doll. Pascal. <laughs> he looks so scared. I'm Why sure does he look so scared? Are. I'm sure your tongue does I'm sure your tongue has been. I keep seeing wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> you do wish. You, you could bone it. You do with <laughs> that, that a, 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 is that a, a clitoris and 3D clitoris, like my 3D penis. Yes, this is the 3D clitoris, size of the actual organ. This, this is really what it's all about. Steve knows what it is. This show is moving. <laughs> So fast. He, he jumped up like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme. It's a clip. Right? I, know, I know you're used to just seeing right here, but but behind that, that is all of this. this now, how do I get the, to the? Uh, how do I get to that stuff? This is how do I get to the in the, in the right place, right? Put it there. Thank you. <laughs> the iceberg beneath that's right the iceberg beneath i've never heard that term before the autumn autumn leaves look, look me up this is you know um this is lovely yeah tucson before we get canceled for dancing horses <laughs> on the screen mm-hmm. there were some questions that you and audience members had for frenchie Oh, great. Do you, are you prepared with those questions? Um, I was. I'm a little distracted now. You know, so, so I get it. We all get distracted sometimes. We, we sometimes. Yo, this is moving so fast. Is it me or what? <laughs> we just <laughs> 
Frenchie thinks I'm joking about coming to Mexico. That's the funny part. Well, you know, I'm building a home in Mexico. So, you know. We... Oh, well, look, I, building a home and a nigga having a place right now is two very different things. Like, you, I'm not well, waiting for you to lay the concrete. Opportunity in between. You know? Yeah, you can say, oh, maybe you build it closer Dick to dates. here. Dick dates. Oh, Andy, Dick dates. Uh, Andy, <laughs> we're professionals. Andy, we call them dick appointments. Thank you. Can I have? A, can I ask a question? Sure, please. Absolutely. Um, what is a sex abolitionist? I thought the goal is to have more sex. Do you want to abolish sex? It, apparently no. not. Not a sex abolitionist or a sexual abolitionist. So we've all been intentionally miseducated about our sex and our rights. So. As a sexual abolitionist, um, my aim is to help um, sexual oppression, repression, and suppression. Um, so I work to help people get free of those things. So they have a wonderful, beautiful, sexually invigorated and healthy life. Does that mean that you're just going to try to peg me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Five. Okay. What is this? You know, let me put it. Okay. About to bend over on these here in the nets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> patriarchy, uh, patriarchy now. We can get patriarchy. Yeah, she, she wants. She talk about putting an end to the patriarchy. She gonna put an end. To <laughs> put an end to the patriarchy. Right <laughs> She fucking lulls you into submission with all the fucking, you know, dick acrobatics and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're like, whoa! It's a scene from Oz. We put a tip to it, right? I give you a peg in the patriarchy. First, you may ask another question. <laughs> I'm gonna miss hands up like he's in school. <laughs> Do you, you would today. you, would you consider, would you consider yourself a sex positive feminist? No, oh, but I, 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 a sex positive sexual abolitionist. Yeah. I'm a abolitionist feminist. So I've been the imprisonment of people at all. Um, I believe believe in the restoration of people so i would say a lot of people think like you know feminism is, is like you know uh religion there are all different types of feminists there are carceral feminists there are abolitionists there are womanist feminists um, um there there are um, anti-black like there are all, all types of feminists just like there are all different sex of uh, um speaking of sexual restoration can we pretend that my junk is this old house and you just restore it back to oh, sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> what? what a saturday 
Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday. Ah. Um, we have we have a bunch of questions. Toussaint is trying to get questions for the show for what about a month. So let's month. let's stop making jokes and start getting real. Do we have to stop making jokes? No, I'm probably not gonna. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm not either. So, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm looking at pa- <laughs> looking at Pascal's scared face. Pascal, you are legitimately <laughs> look frightened right now. <laughs> the amount of people that are probably going to slap ham to this episode <laughs> so it's gonna slap ham. I hope they slap, slap. slap more than just ham just <laughs> <laughs> to slap <laughs> Just <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> For those that are going to be listening to this show on the audio only, do yourself a favor and watch it because you are missing. You watch. There's so. <laughs> Maybe some There's... people should come to my blue job class. I think a blowjob class that I do for all bodies. Um, it's certainly mm. not is, but you know, <laughs> like I everybody should be really educated on on blowjobs. Uh, you know, and just, just a new one. Right? Speaking of blowjobs, can you move the microphone a little closer to your face? The microphone microphone the microphone the microphone <laughs> Qu- this is a very serious question and even though we were supposed to be taking super chat questions only i'm going to take this question because i think this needs to be addressed because many men have been uh pee hole burned from this uh silly internet phenomenon mm-hmm. frenchy um, there was a woman that went viral on the internet and it, it, it worked its way into a, a movie with, uh, with a girl's night with uh, um, grapefruiting. Is that a real thing? Or do should we shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to find the strangest things to put, put around their sexual or. No. So don't no. put a grapefruit. No, I mean, you know, if, uh, citrus and, and and acidic is, you know, it's just not friendly. <laughs> of all the things that you could put there, you know, I look up yes, no, maybe list. Right? There's a, mm. uh, if you Google yes, no, maybe list, it'll give you everything a to Z can do sexually and you give one to your partner and you fill it out and then you exchange it and then you're like always surprised at what your, your lovers are are willing to do or are in look up your se- yes no maybe list um 
to are you getting are you guys getting a little choppy audio from Frenchie right now? Yeah. Your audio Still choppy. What did you do? Did you did you switch back to the thing? I I did nothing nothing of the sort. Cuz now you're like the max headroom of blowjobs <laughs> right now. <laughs> the audio in, well are you running other programs in the background? Oh. I, all she's the other programs running. Yeah. Restream is sensitive. It's just, just us. It's, it's a deep stake. Our, our no little, it's just our, our little orgy. <laughs> Max head game. <laughs> all the <red> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I should have taken an edible before the show. Toppy Felicio. Toppy Felicio. Big no, no. <laughs> gotta go gentle on her i was not ready for this at all pascal no. what would you do like seriously what pascal? were your expectations Pascal? i just thought we were going to have a conversation about dating and intimacy and this general kind of Kind of just normal terms. I was I was interested in talking about gender relationships. I was going to ask some questions about you know relationships in the age of the manosphere, incels, crisis of masculinity. What do you think about Kevin Samuels? I had a lot of questions lined up, and I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. You uh you I don't I rarely get knocked on my off my feet on this show. I was knocked off and as soon as you on the screen. Uh, well, this still thing. This is just the foreplay. Okay. We can. This is room to grow. I, I I understand. I'm just scared now. Oh, Pascal needs to be held. Use that fear. Use that fear. All right, I'm going to try. So, French, let me ask you a question, if you don't mind. And I yes. just want to say, you know, I, I am open to uh, sexual liberation, if you will, or sexual abolition. I just have never engaged in those kind of conversations publicly or in, in the context of this show. Right. The question I want to ask you is that... What do you think are the main institutional causes of sexual confinement amongst people, male or female? What are the institutional mechanisms that preclude sexual liberation? May I give you a, a metaphor, if you will? Hit it. As you can tell, I'm a black male. I have a good friend of mine was also a black male and we used to have this debate all the time about black women and their sexuality and he would say to me that black women are not as sexually open as white women i said i don't believe that because the best sexual experiences i've ever had have always been with black women and then he said it's well i disagree with you and i said well what makes you think that black women are not as sexually open as white women. He said, because the black church has a role 
and breeding sexual conservatism among them that you don't get with white women. What do you think about his answer? I I think there is a right there there is a they used to say you know the the pinky toe the white girl you know she then then she had sex with you and the black black girl would have sex with you cave head uh, uh historically again as an, I we have all been you know miseducated sexuality and so that means both means all, all ethnicities, all all races, and uh, we're starting to turn the corner. Right, more about exploration and you, you know think been informed that we are born sexual beings. Right, you're in your mother's womb, you had nine months. You were in there masturbating, pulling on your shit. And, you you know you have nobody else to talk to it's just you and him you know good um because you're to be at any you know we we had not had those is what i identify as as christian misogyny yes we have certainly lived through and survived christian misogyny you know everyone can recognize the fast girl, but nobody recognized it that are violated. Mm. Mm. So it's problematic with that. You know, we seek, you know, uh, relationship advice from, from a pastor who has, you know, no training in relationship development in sociology, biology, physics. And then, because he is forced and and, and requires relationship that he too does not want, certainly he's going in a relationship that you're not happy with, and it becomes problematic when we're reiterating, you know, unhealthy, um, suppressive behaviors. You know, you can't go to the church. Why, if if God is love? Why can't infection in the church? We're still working I, I, on 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 the mic. I see uh, there's some low latency, and we are going to. So we're going to work on that. Oh, is that a message that we got here? Hmm? We're going to take Frenchie off the screen for a little bit because there's some serious audio issues that we're having. So, Pascal and Tucson, can you guys talk for a second while I try to fix this? Okay. I'll be less scared than her. Tucson is here. Oh, <laughs> So, I mean, that, that's interesting where you guys left off. Well, what do you think of her answer so far? I mean, I think she's kind of agreeing with me that there are some institutional mechanisms that can uh, that can affect people's sexuality, and I really, you know, I. By the way, I was actually kind of acting. I'm not scared. I'm not. I'm not approved. Of that, you know. Sure. But um, I appreciate <laughs> that as a black woman, she is uh, open enough about her sexuality that she can engage in this profession because I 
I, in my peer groups, I have known many, not only black men, also uh, black women that have talked about difficulty in intimacy issues. And mm -hmm. largely a lot of it is when I, when I talk to these folks, a lot of it comes down to issues about the church. Like certain women were told are like, you know, nice girls don't, you know, we don't do this kind of stuff. Or we don't do mm -hmm. that. And, you know, you know, there's certain things we just, we just don't do. And a friend of mine who was an academic was also a, a, a gender studies scholar. She would also talk to me about literature, talking about how a lot of the respectability politics that came out of the 19th and 20th century about black women and their sexuality was rooted in combating the racist stereotype of black female promiscuity mm -hmm. that was being perpetuated in society. Because as you may know, there is this historical three prototypes of the black woman. There is, uh, there is uh, Sapphire, Jezebel, and, uh, and Mammy, right? You know, mm. Sapphire, the kind of like sassy kind of back talking black woman, Jezebel, the kind of the this, this sexual temptress, and Mammy, the kind of like, you know, buxom suckling black woman who will appease all the problems of, of, of white folk. And what she was saying is that the tropes of those three, those three positions in the era of like the women's club movement required black women to have a very conservative approach in terms of respectability and the sexuality of particularly poor and underclass black women and tried to police their sexuality in ways to combat against the stereotypes of black female sexuality being rooted in something deviant kind of like you know uh, 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 just you know all and all all kinds of other stereotypes of that nature so one of the things that I wanted to get to with Frenchie is that, like, you know, how much to how much do all of how much is all of this history and all of these institutions and all of this baggage mm -hmm. uh, influence uh, contemporary racial sexual uh, dynamics amongst black women, particularly whether they are with or without black men. So right. that's something that I kind of wanted to, uh, I think she can still hear the show, so maybe we'll get into it. Uh, mm -hmm. But again, as people are are noticing, right, fear of female sexuality is not simply limited to black women. You know, this is right. something that, that, and as a matter of fact, which is interesting, is that a friend of mine who, uh, and a friend of mine who was Greek, and she would say that, you know, that all of the things that you're talking to me about, about black women, I can tell you in kind of Greek village society, these same types of conservative and stigmatic stigmas and all these, all of these things existed in traditional village Greek life. So what is interesting is that some of these pathologies that we reduce 
to just being about race and racism or what some would call white supremacy can be rooted in class and patriarchy and uh and a variety of other factors that are not exclusively limited to race but again that doesn't diminish the fact that because of the nature in which black women are introduced into american society through racism etc colonialism and slavery that the agency of controlling their sexuality is profoundly going to be diminished more so than even you know a european village or peasant woman in uh in the 19th century and whether it be Greece or Poland otherwise I don't think we should make the false equivalency of those dynamics but um Frenchie I've been doing a lot of talking I hope you uh you holding it down thank you is this clearer for everyone that's better for me it's better okay um yeah so so interesting that there's a lot of conversation around you know the 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 sex of women um when this is across the board this is not um gender specific you know um men have, have been uh into you know levels of dishonesty about, about who they are as sexual beings um pressured into you know engaging into sexual behavior not ready for when I think about how many uh, men that I've come across and sexual experience was sexual violence through um, a babysitter or a caretaker. And then we lie to them and say, well, you know, you're a man now because you were sexually violated. And um, when no, and then you find that those same boys don't know how, how to feel because they, they can't trust them because their first experience was a sexual violation. So, you know, around the board between uh, all men and women, it's better that we have a level conversation, you know, about the impacts of and, and oppression for all, all people, um, no matter how. Right. So, so I think your point, which is very well taken, is that there is no color barrier to sexual trauma, and there's no gender barrier to sexual trauma, and that there there can be a, ca a correlation between sexual trauma and the inability to experience sexual abolition, or or, or, or I would say abolition of sexual frigidity, if you will. And be able to open yourself and experience, have your best sex life, if you will, and experience as you want. That those traumas and problems can definitely correlate to to having a very very uh, closed and preclusive sex life. That like you know you can't really get in touch with yourself. Uh, yeah, and not only that, that, that you know, um, even the notion of tracing. Right. So when we have this notion that sex or you have, you know, women holding uh, their sex uh, like with a bounty on it, so to speak, you know, I, I gave you sex, even though. Right. So this imbalance that we created that somehow dowry on our body and not, not consider it transactional. Right. So when you 
for having a sexual debut because there's no such thing as virginity, right? That's that's a construct. Virginity only meant that you were of marrying age. The only thing virginity meant that you were at an age that you could now get married. And then we do this physical engagement, right? So everyone can have a sexual debut of no virginity, right? So then we get to this transaction between partners and, and lovers that becomes very inequitable. You know, well, I've taken you out, I've spent all this time, so now the transaction needs to be sex. And having invested, you know, these films, and so then I end in, in, in all more money. So I can't give you sex, right? And it becomes this very transactional rather than this is the lover that I want to engage with, period. You know, I, you know, and, and meeting someone who say a wealthy asshole, why would I want to sleep with you just because you spent money? So that should never ever be reason that you want to engage sexually, you know, unless you're doing sex work. But let's not make this transactional. Let's just say, let's call it what it is, you know, engage with you intimately. And and then, you know, everybody can... Well, you know, that's really interesting because now you're really coming into a ballpark on this show because... As, as socialists, Marxists, Leninists, leftists, anti-capitalists, whatever term you want to use, you don't stick to labels in terms. But our politics are, we, we realize that a lot of the problem with this is rooted in the fact that politics and, and capitalism and political economy uh, basically limit people's options. And when you're talking about the transactional nature of sexual expectation and how that ties into patriarchy, you, you're really coming into a point that's interesting to me now because, as I told you earlier, I wanted to talk to you about the manosphere because one of the things I'm noticing is that in the contemporary online moment that we're in with these YouTube personalities who are using terms like high-value man, what's her body count, like, uh, 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 you know, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, and you know, what, what's her wealth? Are you an alpha male or a beta male? All of this kind of like reductive, transactional, some of it is almost kind of, some of it is almost kind of like eugenic discourse. Right. And so because there is an algorithm and sexually divisive speech, the outing you to send you sexually divisive speech, right? That is looked at as a type of truth because that's what you keep saying. Then your perception becomes your reality. Um, so yeah, you you have you know people again who have um, no expertise outside of being able to speak really <laughs> like your traditional preacher right if we if we if the people will believe it so same, same thing for someone on on youtube or tv you know, people are going to believe it you speak 
speak assertively. I know how to speak like I know what the fate is. So, so um, but can I back it up? <laughs> I can back it up. I can back it up with the masters of education and human sexuality. Um, I can back it up with over experience working in my field. That's going to be different. So, so when people who, you know, help somebody pick out a tie for a living, it's the truth. <laughs> okay. okay, but what have you compared his, what research have you done to validate his so-called truth? And, and the problem is we're not engaged in, you know, the, um, the realities that globally, you know, marriage is declining globally. Thing that's not a black woman thing. It's declining globally. France, only 2.2 people out of every 1,000 get married. Only 2.2 out of every 1,000. Frenchie, give me, give us one second. Let's try. I, I sent you a message in the private chat. Let's see if we can fix this audio thing because it's 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 sadly every time you're going on these really great rants, we can't hear it because the audio is going in and out. So go look, read the message I just sent you in the in the private chat, and uh, and see if that'll fix it. I do find this part of the conversation very interesting. Um, as I've been in the background troubleshooting this audio issue. So we get your messages, guys, please. You don't have to send it anymore. Um, because I, that was, I was on a date last night and that was actually part of the conversation that, you know, <clears throat> I felt that relationships, you know, friendships as well are extremely transactional. You know, um, every part of friendship, and I've said this before on the show, is transactional. Like, you know, we, Back in the day, you went out with your friends. If you didn't have enough money and your friend, oh, don't worry, I got you. You know, give me next time. That was the relationship that you have with friends. And now it's, you know, you go out and, oh, Venmo you right now. You know, make sure we're commodifying uh, every part of the relationship. Even the way people look at their partner, it's, it sounds more like someone's buying a washing machine than uh, than meeting someone. There's a, there's a list of pros and cons and it's like Jesus. Can you just meet someone organically and and see where it goes from there, or do you have to have all these these uh, caveats? I don't know. It also feels like there's so much to hide. You have to look like you're having a great time, like you <laughs> just finished parasailing and you're hopping yeah. onto this date. Yeah, that, I mean, that that's, that's, remember we talked about that where I was like, what do I have to offer any of these women? They're all doing yoga on top of a mountain or parasailing or they're drinking wine at some fancy place. You know, does anyone want to hang out on the couch and watch movies? No? Uh, I mean, they're all lying. <laughs> I told you that. They just don't want to seem uh, like needy or clingy mm -hmm. or like they don't have lives. And mm -hmm. you know that's that's what that's about. Trying to position yourself as uh, the most attractive, and that comes with having a life. They're lying. I promise you. But if we're in this moment where these things are becoming almost necessary, even at my advanced age, to meet someone, 
and everything is a lie. And there are people on these apps that literally have AI pictures as their profile pictures. Yes, they do. How do you have an honest connection if everything around you and everything you are is false? I'm asking. I don't know the answer. Who's saying you're having an honest connection in the first place? That's what I'm asking. How do you have one? You don't. I think that we've got to find alternative spaces to meet people, man. I mean, I know I'm not, I, I don't do the internet dating app thing. I just don't trust that stuff. And I know for some people it works. I know I have friends that it works for them, but, um, I've been a big advocate of the need to return to a sense of community. Like we, we, we got to find a way to meet in actual meat space and uh, like go to have a picnic, go to a barbecue, play some volleyball, man. It's That's like, the, the third place, right? So the first place is home. The second place is work. And the third place is the bowling alley or whatever, whatever people used to do. Like a communal space, like you know, when I was a kid, I think I've said this on the show many times before. Like my dad, every weekend, his buddies would come over and they played like dominoes or cards, and they would drink and talk about politics. And uh, you know, you don't see people engaging in communal spaces just for the sake of enjoying each other. It happens when it happens more rarely and uh, everything is just more digital. I mean, it's interesting because that's the advice that a lot of relationship gurus give. If you want to meet somebody that you like, you should go pursue the things that you like doing. So if you like to read, go to uh, book signings or go to the library, bookstores, that sort of thing. You know, to follow your interests. And to some extent, that's what I think those ladies on your on your apps are doing, Jason. They're looking like they're following their interests to find somebody that they find interesting, even though they're actually on the app to find somebody that they find interesting. So that is part of the lie. Or is it? Do they just happen to have pictures of themselves parasailing? Oh my God, there's so many parasailing pictures. There's, you know, you're either petting a tiger, <laughs> yoga on a mountain. Um, some are firing guns because, you know, that's hot in the streets right now, firing guns. Firing guns. Um, I gave you the Michael Jackson thriller. no there's just there's not a lot of real it doesn't just like you said it doesn't look real that some of them look almost like glamour shots uh lots of filters um but don't uh, we see how the internet has bred narcissism in like two generations of people frenchy can you hear us God damn it. We can't hear anything you're saying. You don't uh, hear me yet. Do you hear me now? We hear you now. Okay. We hear you now. Okay. How is this? I miss you guys. Okay. You miss you too. It was cold. You know, the show started late because we were trying to make sure we didn't. It was like shit. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Would you guys get mad if the next episode Frenchie was just here in Mexico? Oh, good grief. Man. Get mad. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just calm on the show the whole time, just asking questions like, Yeah, so when'd you write your book? <laughs> <laughs> be good, be good, be good, be good. Okay. Um, okay. um so so I I feel like what we're experiencing is you know a bit of um generational awkwardness, right? So you have the millennials and the Gen Zers you know, who have never had to wait for anything, right? They was in their mother's womb. They waited nine months. And uh, when they came out, they never waited for anything ever again. Like they have not even seen a TV commercial. Think about that. On a basic level, they haven't even seen a TV commercial, right? And so, you know, we're asking them to kind of like work and move the way that our generation experienced childhood and adolescence, and that's not reasonable. What happened? And so, what in trying to, we're the only generation that has seen both the rotary phone um, and 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 video phone. We're the only generation that has experienced that. And the process of merging technology in um, without guidance um, has not has not worked for someone like us who grew up on the rotary phone, who grew up still writing letters, who grew up, you know, socialing at, at the school dance. Mm-hmm. And so we keep asking for the, to social at the school dance. And, and when we don't have those spaces, when those spaces have not been cultivated, you know, we feel at a loss. And I feel like that's what's becoming, you know, the bridge that is separating us, you know, along with people that find sensationalism um, the best way to make money and the easiest way to divide us. That's very well said. Very, very well said. Mm-hmm. Hit it right like so does this mean since Frenchie, does this mean that when you come to Mexico we can watch house party? Uh, after we take a walk and we frolic on the beach and I make a sand phallus like like this one here because I do like to make sand phallus. So phallus. I live near the look, I, I live near the beach. Can we can we hold on, hold on. Can we hold hands while we walk on the beach? Would you get mad if I touched your butt real quick? I'll, line, I'll put your lines against my lines. What's up? Look, we have a no flirt with the guest rule on the show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> rules be damned. All the rules today. <laughs> well, now that we have you and you're so much clearer, someone wanted you to uh, def- define sexual abolitionist again sure thing um thanks for chiming in everybody so as a sex sexual abolitionist uh my work is about helping people unravel and decolonize from sexual repression and oppression and sexual shame 
Um, you know, we are a sex negative society. We are one of the primary sex negative societies. Um, and so we grew up with um, very poor values around sexual health and our sexuality in general. Um, so my work helps you unravel with that. So as an educator, um, I help you unpack all the lies. Everything that you've been told is a complete lie, complete lie. And so I help you unravel from all of those lies so that you can get rid of that shame and just live your personal best life. That's what a sexual abolitionist is. Nice. I'd like French, may I jump in if you don't mind? Yeah, 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 please. Let me ask you a question. Um, what about what about those societies that, because of the religious or cultural, particularly the religious norms, have certain edicts about sexual behavior? I think, particularly in Muslim communities, there are very, very strict expectations, not only on women but about men. No sex until marriage. Women should be, you know, covered, so on and so forth, et cetera, et cetera. Is it possible? in a society that has very uh, rigid norms in terms of aesthetics of appearance and sexual behavior for men and women to reach the pinnacle of their uh, sexual happiness? Or would you say it's not possible? Uh, a few things. One, um, if you don't know anything but your culture, then you may not ask these questions right what, what is the norm for you is the norm for you um as traveling to different uh, muslim hindu countries um i find that they making babies just fine <laughs> I, find, <laughs> <laughs> I find you know uh uh women in 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 garb you know still you know have their eyes adorned and and, and love to let their tresses down when no one is around i i find that um uh i find that they find their own erotic center um but you know even in america where we consider that um, we see so many sexual images on TV. We can't confuse seeing the image with um, education and expression, right? Because here in this society, I've never experienced so much uh, uh, a sexual um, shame. You know, people are still, you know, having sex with their clothes on because they don't. Uh, is, they don't that, is that uh, do sexual? abolitionists want to abolish dry humping is that what you're trying to say no that's great you know um uh there's there's nothing like a little grind like little grind mm. little little push push you know like right there on the tip that ain't nothing wrong with the dry humping now we we happy with that right um but you know again just enjoying all the engagement if 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 you're still hiding, if you're still hiding your body, if, um, you know, nudity um, makes you feel uncomfortable, you know, that's problematic, right? Um, you know, there isn't, there isn't a perfect body. I can show you anybody you say their body is dope and they're going to tell you they got a problem with their body. Mm -hmm. so th there is no perfect body. So we just want to go, 
you know, I mean, my little love handles, I, I've never been rejected due to be like, well, I don't know, you know, you look Teletubby, you know, I just, <laughs> like, did not, said no one ever, you know, <laughs> listen, we, we, we gotta, we gotta learn to receive it, all, all the body, all of it. Um, Tucson, do you want to ask another question? Because if you don't ask a question, I'll probably flirt with this woman on, on camera. It's I know. So let, let me hurry. Let me hurry. Uh, this is from Charles Ghost. Charles asks, is there a trend in women feeling devalued when men aren't in the mood? Do women generally see themselves as sexual as a sexual commodity in a relationship? They've been learned to. They've been indoctrinated to sure I, I don't i don't think that anyone um feels comfortable with rejection uh but we have this double standard where women can say you know what i don't feel like showing up today i have worked today i have played with the kids i'm just tired i have worked 10 hours i don't feel like being bothered and when a man has that same experience we still expect him to show up and, and that's not fair to him. So we got to find, you know, more equity and understanding. So, so many boys I know, young boys who feel pressured and coerced into having sex when they're really not ready to have sex. But then when, they're, when their masculinity is challenged, what are you, gay? It's like, no, he's not gay. He just got good taste. Like, mm. Malone. <laughs> Right. Mm. So, but we don't we don't give boys and men the benefit of the doubt. And mm. and then men are hypersexualized and then we wonder why they can't stay monogamous. It, 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 you know, it's a complete contradiction. It's not fair to them. I really I really appreciate the gender balance of your analysis in terms of basically not making this about penalizing one gender or another, but recognizing that both genders are victims of the way in which our current model of society precludes their uh, sexual liberation. That's very, very- uh, We, we very, are very all good. victims and we are all survivors, right? And, you know, again, we, we are taught such contradictory things, you know? Of, of around our, our desires you know the guy having to get the good girl to marry but still have the freakish mistress on you know as a secondary partner notice i said secondary i didn't say side piece or or any of that you know derogatory term because she she can't be a side piece if you put her in front of your relationship right mm -hmm. so, <laughs> You know, you may have a primary and a secondary or a tertiary partner, but that's not a side piece if you're putting her in front of your relationship. She's being yeah, prioritized. That's not a side piece. That's the front plate. That's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, where where does monogamy fit into this too? I mean, again, I was I went out with a person that was talking about meeting these men on dating apps, and you know, we're both again, we're both in our you know forties. And she was finding men even older in, in their 50s that were still trying to have multiple women. And I think the applications have made it maybe a little easier to uh, to have multiple relationships 
than it was in the past because you can literally meet people, you know, eight cities over <laughs> from the comfort of your home. Well, everybody and, has yeah. that uncle, grandfather that had another family. Like, just when the hell did you grow up? That's some Detroit shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> historically, you know, um, you know, historically, women look the other way. Mm-hmm. Right. That's historically mm-hmm. what our, our, our great grandparents and great great grandparents did. You know, it was mm-hmm. not uncommon for someone to be in the military and have one family on one side of the earth and have another family on the other side of the earth. Like these were norms we simply did not discuss. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it was don't ask, don't tell. Um, I, I commend anybody for just being honest about who they are as a sexual being. Um, you just have to find that co-collaborator that is that is equally yoked with that. But again, we cannot raise boys to be sexually promiscuous and and live that lifestyle through their teens, through their twenties and their thirties, and then expect monogamy after that. Um, you know, you don't change thirty years of conditioning just because you get married. Um, and I think it's unrealistic to have that expectation. Is it um, realistic for me to think that if the head game is on point, I could put a ring on it? No, because, but it's just, you got to add other variables to that, right? Mm-hmm. It, it just can't be the only thing. The but, head game, right. You know, it, you know, at some point, whatever you argue about, you know, her giving head or she don't feel like it because you're arguing is not going to resolve the issue. Mm-hmm. So you just need, you know, a couple other. I'm, I'm, I'm older now and uh, I don't want to argue and I'm, I'm pretty chill. So it could be like once every solstice and I would be fine. You want to grab every solstice? Maybe like once every sol. If it's that, like the, the grin and the and the the hand movement is enough and i'll be like oh okay well i'm good for you know the next moon okay, well maybe she took my blowjob class I <laughs> somebody asked I do it on myself i am a, a self-appointed expert uh mm. you know i am uh, academically trained uh i have a master's of education in human sexuality i have a master's in public health and I've been working in my expertise for 25 years. I am the deputy director of a human, anti-human trafficking organization. Um, and uh, I served as a crisis shelter manager for domestic violence for three years in New York. Um, I've worked in mm. HIV uh, advocacy for 15 years. No, I'm not um, just someone off the just, <laughs> just some lady, <laughs> just some, some lady, lady who reads dicks. a lot. Just some lady <laughs> just I have a 25 year career in human sexuality. Do you do sexual therapy? No, I do not. Um, to be a therapist, you have to have a master's in social work. I don't like listening to people's sexual neuroses. <laughs> <laughs> For those who who really, you know, um, it's a lot of trauma that you can absorb, what they call secondhand. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's not my thing. I love to educate. I love to inform. um, I love to inspire and motivate. um, But I don't like someone sitting on my sofa. Like, it's it's just not 
my what I'm particularly drawn to in this genre. Do you have dietary restrictions? Hmm. Only some veggies. I have veggie aversions. Um, some veggies like mm. I can't eat. So it makes me gag more than this. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> So you eat so 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 you eat meat is what you're saying. You'll eat, or you eat. Yeah, I do eat meat. Didn't I just say I eat meat? I mean, not swallow all the time, but I do eat meat. Wow. <laughs> all that's fine. All that's fine. All that's fine. I'm, I was off air trying to find a flight from Detroit to. Uh... <laughs> Terry, now, Frankie has very, very amazing teeth, and they look very strong. You might be careful what you ask for, because See? <laughs> you, you think you think that that's like uh, that's the fatal attraction. It's uh, yeah, in the realm of the senses. That, you want that 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 those uh, wonderful blowjobs? You might get something bitten off, brother. You know wow! Saying? No, I, listen. We we we've grown now. We've had good practice. Uh, we've learned. Over the years, but you know what I find interesting. This is what I focus on in my blowjob class because I'm like, there's nothing for women who are like, I don't, I don't really like it or I'm uncomfortable. And you know, I'm always curious why women engage in sexual behaviors that they're really not interested in. Like me, I love to suck a dick, right? Like I care about you. I that's you know my Thank morning. You, Jesus. I'm I'm good with that. Thank you. <laughs> but <laughs> it's really not your thing. You shouldn't do it. Like I can't convince my lover um, to do pegging or anal beads because it's really not his thing. And there's no negotiation. Like men do not negotiate sexually what they don't want to do. Right? Word. Simply like. She was like, you know, what is your what do your eyes look like though when you're saying it? Do your eyes look big as Oreos? You're like, hey, I want to try pegging the shit out of you. <laughs> you can't look too intense. Negro, as if that's gonna change your reaction if she asks you nice, what's wrong with you, man? I mean, if somebody beats around the bush, you might be like, ah, well, yeah, you know. No, but bro, that's TMI. Yeah, that's way TMI. We need to talk after see? the show, bro. See, nah, see, see. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. but, but really if, if a man does not want to do something sexually, he simply doesn't do it. Right. Mm -hmm. But when women don't want to do something for whatever reason, they succumb to the pressure of, of doing it. And I'm like, why? Yeah. When, when there are 300 other sexual activities that you can gauge in, don't focus on something that you really don't want to do. Like, why would you compromise your boundaries? You know, or if like, you're sitting there literally cutting off your air supply, right? When you're when you're giving head. Um, and then the woman is like, well, I'm gagging. How do I stop? I'm like, stop putting the dick so deep down your throat. Like, this is a simple solution. You know, mm. you have to remove it. That's how you stop. That's your body telling you you've gone too far. Listen to your body. Pull the dick back. Like, that's it's not hard to do. <laughs> like, what do I do? I keep gagging. It's like, listen to your body. Don't shove it all the way down there. Take a breath. Okay. I think your your advice is right. If 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 she doesn't like to do it, 
Why do you want to do it? I think one of the worst yeah, things that's that a good point. Is the <laughs> worst kind of sex you can have is asking a woman to do something that she don't like. You want her to do what she enjoys. That's the best that you're going to get. If she's a better rider than blower, then let her ride, right? That way you both really enjoy it. But women got to start setting their own sexual boundaries, you know? And so in my blowjob class, I teach about more boundaries than I do actually giving the hit. Because if you love it, then that's easier. We just got to relax your jaw. You got to focus on your breathing. Um, you know, and a lot of dudes, you know, they get out of hand and they start, you know, trying to face fuck a woman. Like that's weird. That's the see. You do not do that unless she it. unless she guides you. You don't do it. You don't sit there and face fuck somebody, you know, without consent. That's an asshole. Not exact. No, no. So let me let me ask you a question. What effect do you think? Uh, online porn has had <laughs> on people's sex lives. Say that again. What effect has online porn had on people's sex lives, in your opinion? If, if, if As opposed actually- to DVDs. Oh, dude, th- let's be honest. If you had DVDs or videos back in the day, or you're trying to watch Cinemax late at night, like I, C- Cinemax late at night used to I show. Remember when you used to have to get a code. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're probably around the same age. Yes. You had to get your code to actually get access. Mm. To get access to the to the so the internet has changed because at the drop of a dime you can get like super hard like the things that we saw. I I do not touch keys at the library because the kids be at the library just you know living their best life. Slapping hand, just Um, slapping hand. Are are you like, ooh, please sanitize these keys tonight? Um, I, I mean, the, the the amount of hardcore porn that you can get from your phone instantaneously that there's a DVD. Why isn't it just porn? Why why do we call it hardcore? Where'd you get that from? When I think, I think it's about like when I think of evolution. Porn, yeah, they'll go ahead and say the big words. There's been an evolution in terms of what was normative in terms of porn and i think that there are things that people expect or see now that 20 years ago it was so it's very very rare it's just like now it's just like oh okay so i used to be a phone sex operator in 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 the in the former life i bet we talked um we 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 could you know if you put your card on the line back in the day um and I, i you know i have collaborations and and work with a lot of sex workers i have the utmost respect for sex workers um even therapists will use at times porn to support and educate people in their relationships so i am not at all um disparaging a porn i've watched plenty of porn in my life i may watch some after we get off of, of this today so that's um However, I probably engage more in ethical porn. A lot of people are not aware of ethical porn um, versus non-ethical. Is that porn. where they recycle and stuff at the end? Everybody's wearing hemp condoms. <laughs> no, I wish. Um, it is when they are actually consenting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, 
and, and a lot of pornography, a lot of people don't realize that just because you're having sex doesn't mean that that is consensual sex, right? So in the contracts, most people have never seen uh, a, a, a contract before. Um, if you don't know how to read a contract, it's requiring you to do a lot of things that you did not anticipate mm -hmm. on doing. Um, and then your your career is at stake, right? So say you thought you had to do five films with this one particular partner, but then they switch out partners and you don't want to have sex with that partner by your contract. You're still required to. Did you follow that case that happened a few years back where they actually, these guys actually got criminal time because they were kidnapping women. They were telling them that they were, I don't know how familiar you are with LA and the Valley, but you know, they, they were telling people, Oh, modeling job, 1500 bucks an hour. This woman yeah, went to a modeling job. That's, that's she actually she actually it was a porn it was a it was a pretty relatively large porn company and they had like kept her in a room and yeah that's traffic so did you follow that case at all though it was a, it was one particular case that kind of blew stuff wide open because people don't talk about that part of the industry what you're talking about now because, which because is there's so much trafficking that takes place in a mirror to play like look the super bowl is tomorrow right that's one of the largest human trafficking rings so when we even when we see women provocatively dressed and we're like oh you know they just out there you know scouting for men and da, 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 da. like you really have no idea that how many women actually are coerced and trafficked to engage in in um in in that unfortunate sexual experience um so again you know it, it's so easy um to uh, make these assumptions about what we see right um but everything that we see is not the truth so I just want people to be more more mindful of of, of that and how much sexual coercion actually occurs. Tucson, do you want to ask another one of those questions? Sure. I had some tech issues, so Tucson, are you still here? To... Is she gone? Can you hear me? No, she's here. Nope. I hear her. I heard her. Can, can really? you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to take okay. myself off the screen. Okay. All right. Someone in the chat asked, Kurt Boss asks, masturbating 10 times a day, too much? No, so I get that question from a lot of high school students. Um, I always tell them, as, as long as it doesn't interfere with their friendship, if it doesn't interfere with school or work, deters you from your everyday life you you should do it as much as possible actually there are health benefits of masturbation so i definitely encourage masturbation from it's just self-love you can self-love yourself 10 times a day can you, can you guys self, hear me you can self skid yes. mark too <laughs> hey, hey. jesus <laughs> So, well, I um, have go for it, you know. I have a, a longer that's a good answer. I appreciate that. So, we have a longer question. I am this was uh submitted via our anonymous form, so there's no name for this. I am a single leftist Asian male, average looks, but physically fit, and never realized how low the opinion of women is of Asian men. We are really 
seen as being of lesser caliber than white or black men. Social atomization means that these notions don't get challenged. While I am expected to pay for dates, I no longer expect to be treated with any basic respect and am invariably ghosted. It was different when in my 20s, while young women experiment sexually, we are seen as options, but we are not attractive options for long-term relationships or husbands. So there is a lot of things at, at play there. Um, basically, um, speaking to cultural narratives, right? Mm-hmm. So one cultural narrative is one that um, Asian women, Asian men, generally do not date outside of their ethnic ethnic base um therefore when when they do so uh asian women do uh but asian men tend tend not to um the the marginalization of asian men particularly over asian women because you see them so much through like anime porn and through pornography industry as well um oftentimes um like this pejorative type of childlike uh because they are so youthful um you know uh youthful um this notion of submissiveness Mm -hmm. right um and so we really have not had a, a cultural conversation um about asian men and and penis size right mm-hmm. and and even with white men you know they they stay as far away from the camera in general when it comes to their penis why because there's an insecurity um there is you know a message of hypersexuality around black people um modest sexuality around white men uh and no sexuality around asian men and so it's really left up to that individual to um, disrupt the narrative. Um, One of the things that I will also say, because personality is always going to be a big factor, I would recommend you start taking some improv classes because Mm. some of this will be, you know, your personality is not shining with those individuals because there's, I, I, my best friend is, is Filipino. He's, he's a, a five foot three, maybe, kind of guy and he gets more women than than what I can even process and understand and it's because of his personality. So I would say, you know, get into a few improv classes to bring out your own personal personality and see if that shifts this this narrative a little bit. What about karaoke? You you uh not the same. Really? Not the same. Why is that? Um, because it does not call on your personal inner creativity. Mm. Whereas improv is you being given a scenario and learning how to develop on call at that point. Karaoke is just a song, is, is my tone. It, it doesn't require you um, in any way to uh, reinvent yourself and go into your inner self to find those responses. But what if I have to perform? I will survive. <laughs> You will not be a survivor. <laughs> we got some more questions, do Sad. <clears throat> do have another question, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm interested to hear your uh, your response to this. 
Very short question. Escort, yay or nay? Yay. Okay. As long as it's consensual apps. Like I said, I know Cuddlist. I don't know if people are familiar with um, Cuddlist. There are there are people that you can pay just to, to hug you. I mean, that just says where we are as a society, right? That, um, you know, people are really struggling with touch um, and, and suffering from what we call skin hunger. Mm. Because uh, we have to remember that the the skin, the body is a or the skin is the largest organ that you have, and when we are not paying homage to this major organ that we have, um, people will certainly seek out escorts because they're they're shy, they've experienced some type of sexual trauma, they're they may be inverted for a number of reasons. Um, so um, sex workers definitely play an important role in people's lives. Nice. Pascal, are you you hiring a cuddlist? Am I hiring a cuddlist or am I being hired out as a cuddlist? Actually, I think you You can make good money as a cuddlist. Like you would cuddle well. And even as a cuddlist, like they are actually trained so that there are not sexual violations. But there are people who will, you know, leave work in the middle of the day, like, you know, just to just to get that embrace. You know, it's it's really important and undervalued. This is that is the cheapest form of therapy. A hug is the most inexpensive form of therapy you could ever receive. Edibles, edibles go a long way. And we will be hugging in this beach fantasy that I have, right? And and, and walking, walking hand in hand. Yeah, you no, anyway. as the sun sets. Anyway. Uh, I used to listen to WBAI, which is also where your show was on, Frenchie. Yes. And yes. that's right. There was a doctor, Armand DeMille, the late great Armand DeMille, who used to be a very big proponent of the 20 second hug. Do you know anything about that? I'm not familiar with the 20 second. And I, I personally, I don't think that that's enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, and, and let's think about it. People don't even know how to embrace, right? Right, and and breathe in each other and have that full exchange. You know, when um, that's why I, I can't touch everybody because when I feel their energy and I know it's not sincere, it, it you know it feels kind of icky. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm working with with young people, there's always the tough kid in the room, especially the the tough guy, and if you try and hug him, he resists and be like, no, 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 no. You'd be like, come on, come on in, come on in. And then when you finally get him in, he like breaks down. He's like, Ugh. like, you know, like <laughs> everything just flushes out of him and he starts to cry sometimes I'm and it's tears. really overwhelming. And it's because he hasn't been touched in so long. We got a lot of kids, right. you know, that suffer from skin hunger. They don't get a hug when they leave in the morning. Um, that should be a requirement. That should be a parental requirement. Um, there are studies that demonstrate uh, how people excel because of touch, because of embracing, because of hugging. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's important, man. We, it we, is. We got to do that. We got to hug. We got to masturbate. Like, we, we, we got to But do not that. at the same time, right? Maybe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
the twenty second hug. I think he likes the, it. I think <laughs> like that's that's the dream right there. Like uh, I'm I'm sitting in the bed. I'm he like, hugs weird me out. Mm. And then she goes and she goes. Oh, do you need a hug? And I go yeah. And then she does that hug, and then it's right in between the boobs. It's just like. And then you get a forehead kiss. <laughs> and, and then she says night night. Wait, wait. <laughs> night, night, yeah. Because I'm done after that. It's like okay. <laughs> I'm so stressed at work. I have all this reading. Oh, don't worry. Jesus, good for you. Good, good for, for you. you. Yeah. I was on. I was on. Uh, I was on Brianna Joy Gray's show. It was a show about relationships and love and the left and all this other stuff. And uh, we were talking about you know doing this kind of work and would you want to date someone that does this kind of work? And I was like, no. Most people wouldn't. Yeah. No. I yeah. Listen. Um, being a sexologist is you know, it's a sacrifice. Um, I think I think that you know strippers have a better chance of finding a husband than I do. Um, people feel awkward about the level of information that I have if they're being compared, um, if I'm analyzing, if I'm evaluating, uh, all these things. When I meet someone, I never tell them what I do, my my work. I do not yeah. get into that for quite some time. Um, so yeah. that they can get familiar with me before mm -hmm. trying to process the work that I do. It, well, for me, it's different because it's what I do sounds like, uh, like you tell people you're a rapper or like, you know what I mean? Like everybody, oh, I'll just be in the studio and it's like, oh, nigga, you don't work. You're an Uber driver, right? Like, See? so <laughs> they always go, what else do you do? I'm like, oh, no, I just do this. And then they treat your job like macaroni art. Like, oh, that's cute. You did a show. We'll put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> can i just double back to the 20 second hug the 20 <laughs> seconds the 20 <laughs> seconds <laughs> 20 seconds is supposed to be long enough to change your mood and uh, that's why I would, I would i would say that that it begins with that but i i again mm -hmm. i i don't think that it's really long enough but it you know so does smiling right so right the, um, you know, again, we're, we're really forgetting about the health benefits, like even kissing, like people don't realize like kissing cleans your teeth. Um, yeah. You've been doing it wrong, Jason. You've <laughs> <laughs> um, been kissing these ashy tooth no, women. Sex, sex is, is a, is an antidepressant, right? So, you know, it's also a natural antihistamine. You know, when you clogged up, y'all nasally, you know, you have sex and they open, open your shit right up. You know, like there are just so many ways that this is why the problem with, um, you know, religion suppressing sexuality when, when God, nature, however you describe your deity, literally designed your body for it, Lit literally to help heal, to help modify moves, um, uh, uh, minimizing your through masturbation, minimizing men's chances of heart disease. Like your body is 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 thoroughly designed for for all of these magnificent things around your sex and sexuality, and 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 you know it's been swept under the rug, and science has not been able to you know communicate you know how valuable and how important. Um, this particular pillar is in your life.
So when I'm masturbating in the window and the neighbors think I'm strange, I should tell them that it's for my heart. Absolutely. <laughs> tell them you're taking your medicine. I'm taking my heart medicine. <laughs> you have yours, I have mine. Doctor's orders. <laughs> Doctor's orders. <laughs> well, let me ask. I came across this meme on social media where this woman was saying why is it that every man's um love language is touch do you have an answer for that and do you think that that's even true uh i don't think that that's specific to men i just think that that's you know um a woman who probably hasn't been you know caressed in a way that she felt valued herself. That's what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. Right? When when we don't know good touch from bad touch, any touch will do. Right. And, and, you know, um, the man who can can touch you without sexing you is the man that, that cares for you the most. Right? So, but if you have not had that particular exchange, I can understand why um, we might receive a question like that. So remember, I would say I stay away from the divisiveness and I look at us as a whole. And so if the body, if the skin is an organ that requires touch, um, then yeah, men should want that touch, as should, as should anyone. But what if I want you to touch me while you're saying nice stuff and then give me a gift? I can give to her. Oh my God. Um. So has no idea. She really hasn't. She. What's? It's so funny. Look, Frenchie. I live alone. All right. There's nothing. You want to walk around naked? Whatever the hell you want to do, grabbing dicks willy nilly. Catch me outside. (laughs) (laughs) And it's cold as hell in Detroit right now. You probably well, got the I'm heat on. I haven't been in Detroit in over twenty years. Are you in? Mm. Are you on the West Coast? No, I'm on the East Coast. Oh well, you still far. That's the point. Is you're not close. You can fix it. You in New York? Uh no, I'm in DC, but I still. You see, there's a lot of freaks in DC, man. You <laughs> 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 talking about Congress? Oh no! Okay. <laughs> You don't no. want to find out how freaky a city is, right? Mm. You know that every city has a kind of like um, publication that's kind of like the night publication. Like you used to have the, the Village Voice and they have all mm. the sex advertisements. Whenever you go, you want to know how the freak level of the city, get that publication and see how many sex advertisements. DC's publication is insane, man. There's like so much freak life in DC's. Well, we, we it like it's a bad thing. I'm not saying bad or good. I'm just landed on the DC man, the Congress. A tinge of judgment in your voice. Well, I like, think it's because mm-hmm. DC is being the political capital of the country. I generally uh, correlate the freak level to people who are representing the interests of the people in government and uh-huh. using government and using government funds to do to get their freak on. Well, you know they they take their funds out of the country. I just want you to know that, but. You know, that's a whole nother one. There's a lot of there's a lot of freaking DC though. There's a person in the chat that says they cry after they come on their 
on their girlfriend or near their girlfriend? Um, that's beautiful. On their girlfriend. Ooh. On? It said on. on. I mean, because he messed up? I mean, why? <laughs> he messed up. <laughs> he meant to do it over there. You can overcome with the, you know, with the sensation. Ain't nothing like that. You know, it's just like, you know, if someone hits the right spot and you squirt, you know, it's, you know, it's just one of those, it's called myotonia. And it's just one of those great physiological reactions, you know, that's, go for it. Shut those tears. Do you, do you believe that broke Negroes uh, bring the dick? They better bring <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> I see that they better bring something. I think my father did. Okay. <laughs> you better bring the. You better bring the dick. You better bring. You know. Chinese food. The gumbo. You better bring. You know the 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 collard greens. You better bring. You know the foot rubs. You better. Yeah. You better bring it. <laughs> That's your responsibility. Jason is getting emotional. He might cry and yeah. do something else at the same time. You know, true, true, true reality. My father was a gigolo, right? So I grew up with, you know, an ultra conservative mother. Even though she couldn't have been too conservative, she messed with my father. Um, <laughs> and he was very cheap guy he was really mm. cheap but he always acquired these women um and all he did was talk sex and cook like those are the only things that he was required to do and he was always tended to by women so i was and they would tell me they were like you know your daddy and i would be like you know why are these women like really engaged with with my father in this capacity and my cousin was like well you know your dad's not circumcised and i was like well, <laughs> oh my god um, you know, it wasn't until i was in my 20s that i experienced you know an un um a uncircumcised man and i was like oh this explains everything okay really like, all right yeah yes. so you're gonna get mad at me if i have uh oh, i have a cut a haircut no because it wasn't your decision it's not your fault damn that Aww. doesn't make me feel good makes now you just made me feel like i just finished fourth in the special olympics <laughs> it wasn't just <laughs> no like like you made that decision to snip it's you. really interesting because i've talked to women who prefer circumcised men i've heard so in like uncircumcised men i'm like what make up the mind What's the majority the of the world globally is not circumcised right they got, they got so a lot of because so American uh, mm. institution. There's nothing wrong with the penis. No, it doesn't smell a particular way. You know, hygiene is hygiene. You know, we just again, everything we've been taught is a lie. We just make up shit for the sake of making up shit. And, you know, that extra foreskin is just so now you're yeah you just broke my heart because i don't have the extra foreskin so you're just gonna be like hmm, it's okay well, you know we, we got, look we got cock rings we got you know we got things you know this is again it's not i do not discriminate i i don't have extra something else i know now she's gonna be like you know hey you got your cock ring on because uh <laughs> 
You should get it surgically put back on. Yeah, just <laughs> and make sure you get you make sure you get the sandalwood one. Put a sock around it, cut a hole at the top. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Pascal, don't make that face. <laughs> we got some we got some pretty ass motherfuckers. We going in we comments, going on vacation, man. Jason. We going on vacation. Make sure you take your cock ring. This is the state of the American left. Yeah, the American left wants to get his freak on, fool. What's wrong with you? Obviously. We would we would do so much better for getting our freak on, honestly. Maybe if we was getting more of us was getting our freak on, we'd be in a better position. Exactly. We have another question for you. Okay, so look, if I if I could I can cook. And I can be mildly amusing, mm-hmm. and wow. you know, there's there's a very there's scenic, fun walks and all kinds of this hikes and fun shit we could do. But mm-hmm. I don't have the extra foreskin as my European brethren. No smegma. Or your African so, brethren. Af- or- all of these Negroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and your Indian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Am yeah. I am I starting already? behind can i make that up with all the other things i could be attentive to your needs man you got to be able to bring it in the sack bro you know you, you dancing around all the all the necessities wait, wait a minute now because i'm a sapiosexual so nobody fucks me without like mind fucking me first right pascal I, I, I get that. Like we can have we can have deep conversations about your favorite European poet or African art and all that good stuff. But at the bottom line, where it gets to the good good, you got to be able to bring the ruckus, man. I have See, to you need a good, you need a male friend to tell you that. Listen, <laughs> I have to. Right, listen to all the pressure that that men have. Like he's just you know lining up all of these things that mm-hmm. they gotta, you know, get right to to get in, you know. And, you know, you know, women just gotta have the right fucking push up bra and kiki. Like it's damn. No, no, hold on. Now see that's that's actually incorrect. Because okay, what do you need? You Tell can, me what you can have listen, you can have a bad female sex partner. Let's don't let's not get it twisted. There are women who has a story to tell. He's still going to. Have, <laughs> you can have bad. That's female. right. Man, he is mansplaining. Yes. <laughs> First of all, listen, listen. You don't. You want to be involved sexually with a woman who enjoys and is comfortable with her sexuality. Sometimes you might have a partner who is very conservative, very prudish, and is is, is not interested in exploring all the aspects of their sexuality. She's not sexually liberated. Incompatible to me, you should never be with her. So Pascal is saying he's going to get paid. There's a way way to navigate that. (laughs) I'm a firm believer in pre-sex disclosure or conversation. You You should talk about your sexual expectations with your partner before you guys get to the actual act to know what in an ideal world that would be groovy but we know that that's that 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 conversation is not happening often in the ideal world I, you know, but 
I mean, you. I think it's a necessary part of the of, of the game, and you got to be able to. I love that you think it's necessary, um, but you know, people aren't processing that way. No, I I think you're right. I think you're right. So I'm just saying that I think there's ways to assure okay. maximum maximum gratification for both partners. I think one of the ways to do that is to have candid adult conversations about expectations. I agree. Okay. So here, let's talk about the yes, no, maybe list again. Yes. In case people couldn't hear it before. Yes. Uh, so there is a list. I'm going to try and find it. <laughs> to put it in, uh, in the chat. But there's a yes, no, maybe list. Let me see if I can pull it up on my phone first. Let's see, where are you? Yes, no, maybe. Uh, the list is um, to share with the lover. And you go through the list. Each each of you have one. It's great to have over a glass of wine. And you go through the list and you say, yes, no, maybe. It has, you can list your allergies. You can list, um, let me see. Let's see. It starts with anal. There's beating, beating, being bitten, being serviced, blindfolds, body paint, bondage, different types of bondage, butt plugs, pages, caning, chains, chastity belts, clothespins, um, cockworks, horses, cross-dressing, cuffs, dildos, double penetration, <laughs> um, erotic dancing, uh, exhibitionism, um, what else? Like it just, yeah, it just goes, it just goes like all the way from A to Z and you, and you put your, you know, your yes, no, maybe list together. And, um, let me see, what are some of the other pages here? Um, yeah, it's just A to Z. I was trying to open up some of the other pages, but it's it's a really good form uh what else do they have um face slapping um fisting flogging uh following orders foot worship head high heels hot waxing ice cubes nailing what is nailing exactly what is nailing submission huh submission like kneeling on your knees oh, oh kneeling i just said nailing i was like oh, oh jesus sorry. i'm sure it isn't here too there's nipple play um orgasm denial so um there's nothing like edging like i don't think people do enough edging either uh, edging or edging edging like, can you explain jason, what that is jason's um, edging right now <laughs> i used it in a sentence um, edging is when you bring someone on the brink of orgasm and then pull back and then you bring them to the brink of orgasm again, and then you pull back. Oh, you and might you, get beat in the face doing that, man. I had an experience that one time. She that was not working out, bro. That's that's fun. Pinching, play kidnapping. Um, people get in trouble with the play kidnapping, play murders. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound like. A actually, you know, <laughs> that does um, not sound. He's not playing. Uh, what about role? What about role play? There's skinny dipping, slutty clothing, standing in the corner, strap on dildos, swallowing semen, tattooing, teasing, tickling, triple penetration, hey, 
whips, uh, wooden paddles, wrestling, like just this whole little A to Z is really nice. It has your allergies, medical condition, aftercare um, issues. Um, so you, you can say what you want after, like it's good. Um, how do you play murder? Uh, so wealthy people, they special. Uh, they will actually hire someone to, um, to kill their spouse and they're supposed to save their spouse before the spouse gets killed. I saw a law and order about that where they were hitting, they were hiring people to come. Yeah. yeah and they would beat the dude in the head. Oh yeah. man, that reminds me of my boy who used to get hired out to do interracial cockholding. I was like, you do I'm sorry, what? time out. Like how high on what? Just a, a joint or cocaine? <laughs> Just a joint. Because no one just smokes weed and is like, oh, dude, you know, it'd be really cool right now if I totally fucked your wife in front of you. One gummy. One gummy. <laughs> well, he got hired. No, he he was he was oh, hired. I thought you said he got high. Yeah, he got hired. Who, who oh. um, when it gets really serious, there are uh, lawyers who do BDSM contracts and, and these murder contracts to make sure, especially like BDSM, um, so that... <laughs> If, if an incident occurs, you know, you're not held um, uh, civilly responsible. Yeah, I know. I had, a, I had a friend of mine who was a professor <laughs> who literally, black guy, used to get hired out by very wealthy couples to uh, buy guys to bang out their wives in front of them. Yeah, some people like to watch. That's not uncommon. I mean, even in threesomes, people do take a break sometimes and watch. Um, orgy parties, people watch. So, so that's, I, that's I, was, I, I actually talk about orgy. But what is your what's your opinion of um, uh, what's the not not uh, orgy parties, but uh, swapping? What what is it like when when uh, a couple will bring in a, a third party? Swinging, swinging, swinging. Swing. Um. I, I know couples that that really works for. Like if it really, but you have to have rules and boundaries, right? Like it requires a lot of communication. So it, it you have to have, is um, something you really have to take the time to explore and just kind of like ease your way into it. Um, but you know, um, if you've been with someone for a long period of time, you, you know, you need, an alternative outlet that's reasonable I'm, i've never expected to be even if i'm married so i don't believe in like life terms i've never expected to like only have sex with one person for like the duration of my life i think that's crazy for me okay so you're not down with the monogamy thing uh i need monogamy breaks i need breaks i i'm i'm honest with myself enough to know that at some point I might be intimately attracted to somebody else. I might smell somebody else. And so we have that conversation. In, in the, in, in the magical love affair situation, I'm going to come home one day and there's just an uncircumcised dude just giving you the wood and you're like, Hey, I'm not going to be brave. That's uncircumcised. That's, that's disrespectful and insensitive to your partner. Not at all. I'm just saying, I, I, you know, I, as a human being, don't expect me to just smell one single person through my whole life. That's just crazy to me. That's not how humans are designed. Well, you know, some people have different opinions well, about that. <laughs> well, you know, it's just, uh, they've been conditioned to. They should. 
I mean, biologically speaking, the parts can have different participants. That is true. If 80% of all couples experience some form of infidelity, I'm just not going to lie to myself. Well, you know, then you have the question of polygamy, polyamory. It doesn't even have to be polygamy or polyamory. It could just be at some point somebody happened to come into your life and you need to speak to your partner about that. That doesn't necessarily, polyamory is a lifestyle. Polygamy is a lifestyle. There could just be a moment, right? Like when people have affairs, it's, it's, it's that particular moment. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that they want to continue to go on and just meet other people and, and, and have that, that external relationship. It's the open marriage thing. You have the open marriage option. And that's not even an open marriage. I've been in an open marriage before. That's not even an open marriage. I'm getting educated. Mm. I like this. When I was in my 20s, I, I um, was partnered with someone. He had a well spouse. She, um, she uh, was ill. Um, their relationship suffered. If he divorced her, they would, she would lose her health benefits. They didn't have children. Um, they had not had sex in several years. Um, so we all sat down together. It was probably the most mature relationship that I've ever been in. It was very eye-opening. Um, we, the family was all involved. Like there was nothing under the table. Um, we all knew that she was not well. Um, he loved her dearly. I loved his love for her. Uh, we're still the closest of friends to this day. Uh, we discussed marriage at one point and what we would do with his spouse, like all the things. So, yeah, I know an open marriage, like to actually sit down with a spouse and discuss that triangulation. The conversation is fascinating. This is amazing. I think what's really interesting about this conversation to me is like reading some of the comments that are really conservative. I didn't, we got, yo, we got, mm. I did not know we had this many prude people in, who watch our show, hey, man. I wrote, what is my article called? Is is the contemporary left a lifestyle brand? It's yo, a lot I mean, of angry like liberals with hammers and sickles. The image you have of the left is that these are people who are Libertine, like, open, right. you know, you know, you know, you know, freewheeling, so on and so forth. Yo, we got some crude, I mean, some serious prudish type folk in the chat. Here. It's incredible. Also, though, communication is a muscle. Like, just because you're talking doesn't mean you're communicating. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you you can have a conversation between two people, and then you say, "Well, what did I say?" And you'll get a completely different analysis of what the person said. I just had one of those. With me? Because the person yes. talked, not communicate. Uh -huh. Right? The person talked, but they did not communicate. To communicate means that you both comprehend what the other person is saying. Talking is an exchange of words. So people are getting together without the practice. Like that is a, a practice. Like if you say, do you understand what I'm saying? And then they repeat it back, like it's either gonna be correct or wrong. And so then you may have to re-clarify because we are taught 
to hear things differently through through a lens. I'm, I'm going to hear things through my woman lens. I'm going to hear things through my black woman lens. I'm going to hear things through my black woman educator lens. I'm going to, I'm going to hear things very differently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all, all of these different layers to get to the eardrum. Right. So it's, it's a big process. And I, you know, we can't take it for granted just because people have not learned that process. I'm just saying, that folks are acting like, oh, this, this is what the left is coming to. I was like, I wish it has. Where's the party? <laughs> I know, right? Where's the party? <laughs> I was going to wait for somebody to eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, that pleasure right there. That's a whole. Oh, oh this is, I'm, yo, listen. Frenchie, Frenchie, man. I will crack your shit open like a coconut. <laughs> this is rough. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coconut milk. You better leave me alone. Like (laughs) coconut milk. (laughs) Jason, calm down. Jason breaking all kinds of company policies. (laughs) (laughs) People mad. I'm gonna look like an ostrich in that shit. All you will see is the the shoulders. Jason. Jason breaking all kinds of company policy, man. The mustache. It's just out of control right Mustache now. Mustache Jason. What did you Mustache say? Mustache Jason. Jerk ass Jason. Jerk ass Jason with the mustache is terrible. I wish you could meet Jason with the beard. He's so sweet. Aww. So yeah. nice. Hey, yeah. so you going to put some hair back on your face for me? I might I will put my hair wherever you want the hair. Except his head. Except my head. That's a wrap. Yeah, and I, you know, if I grow my hair out for you, I look like George Jefferson, and that's not what you want. <laughs> you don't want to fuck homie the clown. Uh, see, see, thank you, born sexual harassment all through TRR. Right, and why do we call HR human resources? Right, does anybody ever about that? You know. I can, I want to say this as well to the chat. That term is like, um, like very, trans, very transactional. It's very transactional. Yeah, like they're cattle. I just I just want everyone to know that besides the few prudish comments that are kind of funny, actually to me, what's funnier is the jack your body comments that people are doing. <laughs> what my body? So you're from Detroit. Pascal is a huge fan of house music. Yeah. And when we're when we're behind our paywall, where these shows because we have to fight to get them monetized now, and this show is definitely gonna tell us to go fuck ourselves. So, (laughs) (laughs) like with like both fingers. Do you think we can monetize this show today? No. We use technical terms sometimes. You monetize it. They they. We have a philosophy show on here that they demonetize. I use nothing but medical terms outside of coconut. I, I use <laughs> coconut. I did. Jason, we have your cold so, shower um, ready. Pascal's a fan of house music from Detroit, and there's a song called, is it called Jack Your Body? Jack Your Body. Jack Your Body. Jack Your Body. Toussaint was making fun of Pascal dancing to that song because we put the song on we can't do it on this show we put the song on right and pascal was like dancing in his chair and he was all happy 
And then Toussaint was doing impersonations of Pascal in the club in the in the 80s, dancing to the song. And <laughs> she was pretending to be a concerned friend for Pascal. Saying Pretend that, uh, me. She said, Pascal, you gotta have water. Wait, do it too. <laughs> you just check your body all night. <laughs> check, 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 check. <laughs> Does anybody have anything uh, special? Do they care about Valentine's Day? Yeah, I don't celebrate it. So I'm speaking at a college on Valentine's Day. I'm speaking at UC Irvine on Valentine's Day. I'm usually at a university speaking. Uh, but uh, why don't you fly out? Fly out to LA. And then you we can go in LA. He's in doing the most. You in your bed with your thumb in your mouth crying for your mama food. Just leave it alone. Probably, probably, which sounds awesome. Send me a ticket. <laughs> My sex books here in the in the backdrop. Check, check, One of my favorites. What is this? Uh. Sex, ecology, and spirituality. What I got? Oh, oh this one is really good. You guys got to get this. The Soul of Sex. It's one of uh, by Michael Moore. Uh, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's a beast. Ah, ah, ah. Sex in the Constitution is a big ass motherfucker. Sex in the Constitution. Wait, tell us about sex in the Constitution. Hold on. All the laws. Constitution. This book is my Bible right here. This, he this pluribus uterus? Uterus? What's that mean? Uterus. <laughs> Wait a minute. Tucson? Uh, no, Pascal has to read this. Johnson's. I got black sexualities. I got other books that I've been featured in. Untrue. I got science in the bedroom. We got transgender emergence. We got um, velvet rage. We got outlaw culture. Epitomologies. Velvet Rage is what I call it when I'm sassy. Um, male news. What else we got? We, yeah, you know, we stay loaded. Can you see the comment that I highlighted, Tucson? Um, can I? It's on the screen right now. <coughs> oh my gosh. What? Oh, what happened? Oh, Jason. You know, can I tell you something that's funny about jerk ass Jason? Oh my goodness. Because <laughs> yesterday, jerk ass Jason was on a show with a young lady, and he had all these comments about this young lady as well. No, I didn't. So I it's like, this, I didn't go this far. You didn't go this I, far. I didn't go this far. But I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. I didn't go as far as to, to offer. <laughs> Absolutely not. not. Doomsday no, you did not. More books than I knew that existed about sex. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> you should see my physiology anatomy coloring books, <laughs> where I'm sitting there drawing the filling in the vast deference of penis. <laughs> that's the best part. That's that's great for the subway. You know, it's really funny when I had to, to study um, porn and like bestiality in my oh hell no, and uh, my my mother, we are required to watch um, 
pornography and a lot of um, uh, sex sex videos in, in nature. Um, and my mother's like, she was like, you're paying to watch porn? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what I go to school for, mom, too. You know, um, watch- She never sent you that liberalized college. Porn, I, yeah. <laughs> she started it. My mother started it when she made me go to the library when I started my period. And that just sent me- Oh, wow. You know, and I was like, what did you expect if you put me in the same gender high school? Like, you was gonna get this shit. So, <laughs> there you go. Thanks, mom. I sell sex for a living. <laughs> Fresh, did you go to Catholic school? How very. With seven semesters of religion. Catholic school, fucks up. Catholic school fucks up everybody, man. Um, yeah, I went. Bestiality, uh, very harum. Bestiality is very haram. Very haram. Bestiality is very haram. Actually, bestiality is a lot more common than, you know, twenty percent, more than twenty to thirty percent of people who grew up in rural areas on farm their first experiences with an animal. But isn't that animal rape though? Because the animal's not really asking for it. Some of them enjoy it. Believe me, I've seen it. I'm just like, yo, look at that dog smile. Um, oh my god! I don't know so much wow. about. It. Long time to eat chicken again because you know what people do to chickens. I'm like, son, I know why the chicken crossed the road, and believe me, you guys have no idea. Chicken. That was part of your final. As part of your thesis, you had to write a whole. <laughs> all part if, if you're in therapy if you are a therapist you have to be desensitized to everything so we're required to watch a certain amount of hours of wow you know, more people would react to because yeah. you know if i shame you while yeah. in therapy i i can't work with you i can't you know support you or help you so yeah we have to get desensitized to all of those things oh. so Frankson, let me ask you a question are you familiar with the work of the man Alfred Kinsey. Absolutely, I have Kinsey's book right here. Yeah, I, yeah. Alfred Kinsey's a very disturbing individual. Well, they were all disturbing. Some was Freud, so so were all of them. So, but the, are you familiar with Havelock Ellis? Let me tell you, I've done some work with the Kinsey Institute. Um, I wish I would have chosen. They're more research based, um, and I I wasn't like the biggest fan of research, but the Kinsey Institute in Indiana, um, so much work, so much very, very important work uh, comes out of the Kinsey Institute. But again, let's look at the place and position, let's put it in context to the place and position in history where these people were, right? Uh, all the scientists and doctors of that time were, were pretty fucked up and neurotic and, and egocentric and, and racially biased and just, you know, in their world. Um, but did we get shit out of it? Did, um, you know, have we begun to correct the course? Um, do we still have a lot of work to do? Absolutely. But um, nonetheless, you know, they did begin with some important studies that we can't ignore. Uh, my now, are you familiar with Havelock Ellis? I'm sorry, say the name again. Havelock Ellis. It sounds familiar. 
Yeah, one of the things that I've, because I, you know, I've done research about the origins of sexual education and sexual study in the West, and it wasn't until my adult years that I learned this, but the thing that I found disturbing is that all of the intellectual forefathers of sexual education, particularly in America, were some kind of sick, perverted-ass motherfuckers. I mean, like, really, like, twisted. Some of them were involved with children. Some of them were had very questionable relationships or whatnot. And they would make these prognostications of what would be considered normative sexual behavior. So I was wondering, as an expert in the field, how do we take uh, how do we take solace in the fact that much of this scholarship originates with individuals, particularly men, who under normative circumstances will be considered profoundly sexually deviant? Um, sexual sexual deviancy one comes from oppression and and repression, right? Anytime you repress anything naturally you get deviant behavior right so that's how you get um uh so much uh pedophilia in the catholic church because um during the 14th century when they decided um that that the priests were would no longer be able to marry that's when you receive the child sexual exploitation right so again we have to you don't take solace in it it's putting into context what the culture and the lifestyles were at that time. Um, you know, science and technology has advanced enough now. Now, now there are regulations around studies, right? So that you find the efficacy in in um, in the subsets that you're working with for the information that um, you're trying to discover and learn. Um, so now we have scientific parameters around around this type of thing. Um, then there were no scientific parameters. Like you, you know, you got curious, you start cutting up black women and, and, you know, you have here, you had a lax and, and things like that, you know, so you, you take advantage of people at that time, you know, um, that's where the, you know, you think about the time of the eugenics movement, all that type of thing is nothing to take solace in. Um, this world, this society, this country uh, has always had deviant behavior. That's not only in, the, in sexual science, that's in science at large. That's in medicine at large. Um, it's not just akin to this particular space. Um, so we just need to put it back into context. And what is important today is that we've questioned it. What is important today is that, you know, there are more people who look like me going into this field to to um, dismantle those old narratives and, and that old science. But believe me when I say that, that there is less than 1% uh, of the population that works in sexual science that looks like me, that's problematic. So when, when there aren't enough of us going into these spaces of science, um, if, we, if we wanna keep doling out football players and basketball players, okay, but then this narrative is never gonna be when, when you say When you say looks like you, do you mean hot? Cute. Uh, cute, cute, cute. Uh, thank you. Um, you know, just black people in general, and then for men too, there are very few black male 
sexologists. I mean, there are just black male psychologists, doctors. Uh, anyway, did we, did we so, lose our best sexologist to pimping? Not yet. It ain't easy though. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. It's just it's just the skill and the precision. Huh? Pascal, you ever had somebody singing to your uh, dick and do karaoke? Ooh. Man, listen. Stop. Not yet. Not yet. You ain't got to share your business. No, your business. That person might be watching the show, so I don't want to get into it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Was she singing like old Temptations hits? Not come and tell. That's right, Pascal. Thank you. you still Tucson, ever. Are you you're not, Sorry? A, you're not a karaoke. You're not a karaoke penis person. Not not a not What a is it with you and the karaoke, Jason? He's a rock and roll guy. He likes to see. I, it I, I, did, I did music for years. Fetish? You have a I'm karaoke sorry? fetish? Uh, no, I don't think so. I just sometimes he wants someone to sing. He's a Jason was a professional musician, hey, rock and roll thing. Hey. <laughs> hey. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. We do have another question. Right. <laughs> Here's the question. Thinking about setting someone up with a woman, but it could be a problem if she's got a better job and a little more media clout. I should keep this anonymous. So let's call the woman BJG and the guy, uh, Dr. J. Do you have any thoughts on that? I'm confused already. <laughs> Read that again. Read that again. Read that again. You know sure. who put that question there, right? Who, Toussaint? No, that was Gene. That's Boshline. That was Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Read the question again, Toussaint. Read the question again. Think, thinking about setting someone up with a woman, but it could be a problem if she's got a better job and a little more media clout. <sighs> it's anonymous, so let's call the woman BJG and the guy, uh, Dr. J. Thoughts? Basically, I mean, they're making fun of me. They're making fun of me. Well, he was trying to make a couple. Anyway, BJG got a, you know. She's, she's Jason already answered the question, the solution yeah. to the problem. He just got to bring that Disney. <laughs> 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 that was funny. <laughs> right now, Frenchie's winning. Look, 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 there's a vote. There's votes right now. Look you guys that. know. Look, let me tell you a story behind it. It's, this is my wooden dick, right? And I was on travels uh, with a group of my friends. We were actually even uh, role playing. We were pretending like we were sister wives for. The weekend like no lie my, my my best friend loves sister wives um only <laughs> her her lover came all the other guys bailed so it was us and 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 four women so we decided to role play 
and be sister wives. And one of my sister wives got me this beautiful, because I collect, you know, phallic symbols and all this stuff. And um, she bought me this beautiful wooden penis. And it was so gorgeous. And I was so excited. We were playing at the pool. And there was some pinky toe in the pool. And she was like, oh, is that your dick? And I was like, yeah. And then I, I put it back away. And the bitch stole my dick. She stole it. And wow. I was pissed because it was so beautiful. They're all like, they were all hand carved. Um, somebody took their time crafting it and and um and the little veins and everything, like it was so beautiful. And the heifer stole my shit. And uh my friend felt really bad and she replaced it. This is the one she replaced it with, but it did not look as good as the original dick that she first gave me. Um, and so then I spray painted this one in gold and it made me feel better about it. And this is why my baby isn't, yes, that bitch stole my dick. I mean, well, how do you travel and say, like, what do you say? Like, you, like somebody stole your dick, like actually stole my fucking dick. I just, you know, so this is how I got my baby. I do, I do love it. And I thank her for it. Yes. The bangs, um, bangs, you know, all that circulation, you need those bangs. Like that's. Mm. Okay. True. Okay. <laughs> Too yeah. Too Come on. Like, you know, I was like, Trifling. she and, and got her own dick, but she just had to steal mine. Left the camera there, left, left everything else there, but stole the dick. Ain't okay. no, I didn't want it back. Cause ain't no telling what she did to it afterwards. So I didn't. Right. Go. Mm. Um, I think I right. Uh huh. <laughs> Frenchie, I think I found a a sound drop of what edging would sound like if we did it. Let me see. Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, I have a question for you. Yes. When was the last time you were around panties so wet you could use it like a face cloth, wipe yourself down, and smell the occasion? Oh my God. My God. I'm off air right now because I'm slapping ham. <laughs> I didn't need to know that, man. His camera is off. <laughs> camera, camera is off. Is off. Just, just meat out. Oh, dude, no, come no. on, man. No, I'm, I'm joking. I have pants. Where's on. your other hand, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> Hands up. David <laughs> says I need water. <laughs> Forehead kiss. Forehead kiss and night night. <laughs> Just done. Forehead kiss done. You didn't you didn't you didn't answer the question. I I have not. I have not. Okay. So if again I will pick you at the airport in San Diego is not very far away and it's a cheaper flight to fly in there to Mexico and I'll just pick you up from there. And then, you know, I actually, and I'm, I'm not that broke. I actually have a bed frame. 
So it's not yeah. just a mattress on the floor. Uh, yeah, I don't fuck with them slats on the floor now. I no, got no. There's a headboard. Sister got standards. Should I should I change camera so so we can show the bedroom to something? Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Pascal is traumatized. <laughs> Hands up, Jason. Hands up. What a you're at the 10. That's a flag on the play. That's a flag. I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't ready for this. I was born. I was born. I didn't. I didn't know how how, how it was gonna go. Jason, put your hands up. Hands up, Jason. Hands up. Yours. Got fucking jazz hands for you people. <laughs> hey, Frenchie, Frenchie. Sorry. I feel like this is how you walk in the room to let niggas know. I came here for two things. To suck some hard candy and suck some dicks. Is that my my sister? <laughs> I swear that's my sister out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't need to show cleavage to you know don't at all at all you do not. You were the same because I, I grew up flat chested. My my nickname, and, and again, going to an all girl high school, um, the girls were assholes, and my nickname was Pretty Little Boy in high school. She's pretty little boy. She's pretty little boy. I, I, I look at them helpless now, though. You know, I, I look at them now. But you know, I, I had to develop a real personality as a young person. I didn't. Mm. Isn't that what, dude? Isn't that what I always say? I went into an A cup in college. Wow, so you did a lot of growth in your college years. Listen, people are like, "You're the only grown woman I know still growing." Um, at forty-seven. <laughs> Where'd you go to? Where'd you go to undergrad? I started at Howard. I finished back in New York. Oh, you started at Howard. Okay. Yes, sir. I'm a bison. I am a bison. Been to the homecoming a couple of times. So, nothing like it. Nothing like dick suckers unite. Come on, Lola. (laughs) Come on, Lola. That's what I'm talking about. Luna gets it. Luna gets it. I really do. I, I really do. I, you know, giving head is truly for me. Like, yeah, you get to benefit, but it is truly for me. It is for my own personal arousal. Mm. It does not have. Mm. That's, that's mm. so. That's, mm. that's, Jesus, that's, take the wheel. That's, Jesus, that's, take the wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen a light. That's a beautiful sentiment. I care for my partner, but I mm. like. I feel like I'm using him because that is something that's really for me. That's okay. fantastic. That's, that's a beautiful, okay. beautiful. You know, that's why I say people shouldn't do it unless it's like really they their thing you know just do the other 300 400 other things 
like do what you really enjoy and master that and, and just like, you know, find people are only doing four things. They're only yeah. doing three or four things. And so if you're not doing that one thing, then it's like, oh my God, it's tragedy. What are we gonna do? I'm too shocked. Dude, disclosing quite a bit out here. What's going on, man? <laughs> there's three hundred. There's three hundred things. Four hundred things, though. I couldn't even be with a part. And there are people who don't want oral sex. I do. Right. Know, and and there's there should be no pressure. I don't. You know. I don't know why. You know. Unfortunately, men feel like they have to have a blowjob, even when they actually is not something that they personally enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like that's totally okay, as well. Jason is like, it never occurred to me to that yeah, there would be a person like that. What that doesn't want a blowjob? Yeah. Oh no, I'm like that sometimes. For what? I mean, not everybody's the same, right? Yeah. Somebody, it's like, you and you don't want to do it every time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I can I can put a condom on with my mouth and also chat. Tr- uh, Tie the cherry stem with my tongue. Jesus. Bless me with an angel. Earn my free drinks back in the day. I just, you know, I just be like, you know, I tied a little night, my tongue, you got my drink is on the house bartender. (laughs) I can tie I can tie a cherry stem in a knot with my tongue. I don't know if that does anything for a woman woman. She listen, listen, listen. Hey, right? <laughs> no. I'm like, what? Forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the stereotype about Haitian men, they like to partake in fine dining. I don't know if you're aware of that. Fine dining. <laughs> I am not aware of that. That is like a graduate level Haitian. Uh, <laughs> I uh, was not aware of that. Levels of fine dining now. I'm, you know, I am one spoiled, sure. entitled motherfucker. Let's not sleep. Like, <laughs> you know, not only do I expect my seat to be pulled out, but I expect for there to be a seat for my purse as well. Like, I expect. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well played. Well played. Well played. <laughs> Fine dining. <laughs> you'll be strong, then you'll you'll be confident and warrior, and will rise to the tyrants. To the tyrants. Oh, Jamaicans don't eat fine dining. Apparently, that's an old school stereotype. I don't. That know. is. They have many many songs on the subject. On yeah. don't on bend eating, down. Pass on eating down. out. On eating out. I'm not I eating out. I have a theory. I have a theory about oh. that. I have a theory about that. What's that? I think it has to do with who colonized each country. I think Jamaicans are like that because the British are very sexually conservative and Haitians indulge because the French are very sexually libertine. <laughs> I'm, 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 oh, man, at Denny's. Jason, don't you play with me. Did you see that? Mm, I did see that. You better decorate the shit off that booth. I'm telling you. <laughs> she wants twinkle lights. The woman wants twinkle lights. <laughs> wow, David Russell says I can have to Denny's. Listen, <laughs> she said you better have twinkle lights. No, 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 no. I'm gonna take you out. Look, look. We have some very nice restaurants here in uh, Mexico where I live. They do. 
That's what and I'm buying a home there. I can't wait. Maybe we'll be closer once I get my home built. You're probably going to be in Maine. Are you going to be in Baja or mainland Mexico? No, actually, Playa. Uh, Playa, which one? There's so many. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not near me. Downtown. You can make it. No, it's actually really cheap to fly in state. Yeah, I know. But that house isn't going to get built next week. And what I'm yeah, saying is. The round is, is due June 2024. That's still yeah. See, you. I'm talking about next week, and you're talking about you know another presidential administration. Oh, I'm talking about. Have a house. You have a house. Hmm? Send a ticket, bro. TikTok. Hold on, first, well, you have a house. Like, do you have, have a house built in Mexico? Say, yeah. You have a house built in Mexico? Yeah. For yourself? Yeah. I said, there's some money in this hustle, man. Where are you getting your degree from? Well, it's, a, it's first, it's a condo, but it, yeah, it's, it's, I found a really nice condo pre construction. They already broke ground, and I'm excited because, you know, I'm starting to move myself away from the, the U.S., you know, so I work on my dual citizenship. Yo, there's some money in this hustle, man. We are, man. This is, uh, this oh, I work. I work my ass off. I work. I work. Yep. So <laughs> I, I want to be ready to just, you know, go to the beach, make my little sand palace, and just live my best life. Yeah. Wow. Well, on that beach phallus note. Um... Someone said the thirst is heavy. I think they're referring to me. Oh, you 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 were parched more than a desert. <laughs> Nigga, I'm dehydrated. Jason <laughs> <laughs> needs some Gatorade. <laughs> electrolytes. Put some electrolytes in there. Rehydrate, brother. Rehydrate. Rehydrate. <laughs> she. <laughs> um, don't blame her. Don't blame her. I didn't do it. Um, you know what's funny? Not even thinking about this episode, I posted. There's this video that I watch like a couple times a year because I think it's the funniest shit in the world. Alexis Tyler. Alexis Tyler. The penis more? power lady. Oh yes. Power. What about Vulva Power? Vulva Power. <laughs> Her whole thing is that men use their penis to um, kind of fuck women over. And I mean, technically, I mean, is that what happens? I mean, <laughs> but the way she explains it on the show, she also she does have a book. She has a book called Vagina Power as well. She does. Thank you, Doctor. Yes, she needs to. But she, she she talks about men, and at one point of her rant, she says the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. She says like 12 of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life, and she goes, I may not have a PhD in academia, but I know what she's have a PhD in getting played by these men. But the, the real kicker is who she's talking to. She's talking to her mother the whole time, apparently. Well, 
I mean, and I have to. I can I play you this clip because I need it before we go. Is this the woman who had like a, a, a like a kind of news affairs TV show? And a, a yes, it's like a public access TV show. <laughs> I do want to tell everybody there's this great book called Vagina Obscura uh, by Rachel Gross that I'm reading right now, um, especially for the Volva Havers. If you want to check out that book, Vagina Obscura, um, it's a really, really good book. Why we want some obscure vaginas? We don't want no obscure vaginas. Obscure vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> no, just about how, how the vagina has just been misrepresented, you know, um, and undervalued, you know, even around the research, because research around the vagina and the vulva, even as we you know, misname is is the vulva. The exterior is the vulva. The interior is the vagina, right? So this whole time we've been, you know, mislabeling the vulva in the first place. Um, so yeah, she talks about uh, vagina obscura. So I will say it's, it's a, it, I'm enjoying reading it right now. I haven't finished it, but uh, yeah. Can, can I get your play by play on this, Frenchie? So this is usually what we do in the champagne room, guys. So. If you like what you're seeing here and you want to help us out, because this is definitely going to get demonetized now, uh, you know, become a patron, get a shirt, drop a super chat, tell Toussaint that her article is fire. Insulation. Tell Pascal he needs to write. This more. is our f- first Black History Month event. This is Black History right here. This is this is Black History Month oh, right now, guys. This is yes. Alexis Tyler, the Lord. blackest woman in America. So, Frenchie, I need to get your opinion on this real quick. One of the things okay. I'm talking about because if you really want to earn your man, you need to learn your man. And a lot of times we get caught up with the wrong men or caught up in a man's penis power because it's good. I mean, if a man has been around. And, and he's a hoe, especially like the ones I'm talking about that hopping from here, here, and there. They have a lot of practice, and they know a woman's body. They know the power of their penis, and they know how to soothe her body and to soothe her vagina. So it's really easy to be caught up with that dog kind of man. Like that one girl asked me why she thought something was wrong with her because she liked the flashy guys with the jewelry. I said, there's nothing wrong with liking a flashy man. You just have to know what type of spirit and energy he's carrying because there are some good men, although they still like to flash, they're not whores. They don't give their penis to everybody. You have to be able to recognize them because the man that is living to ejaculate, he's in a predator mode. Frenchie? Mm. Now, this sounds pretty normal so far. What do you have to say so far? Is this, do, do you agree that this is... Uh... Said, imagine her with Kevin Samuels. <laughs> right? Oh. They make the worst type of spawn child. <laughs> He's in a predator mode. What? Okay. Okay. So, so far, Frenchie's quiet. Okay. And when a man is in a predator mode, he's going to look for the weaknesses of a woman, a woman that's that's lonely. Her vagina is cold. She's laying in bed at night playing with her toys or she's got a man beside her. He's a good provider, but he's not hitting the walls and working the middle like that dog. That she- you know, I always want my sex therapist to tell me about hitting the walls and working the middle. Got to hit. There's a song. They're hitting the walls, working the middle, hitting the walls. <laughs> jack, 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 jack. <laughs> Frenchie's still quiet. Okay. You know, I what I would say is that so many penis havers are not brought up in a way 
that makes them interested in putting in the emotional labor it takes to connect with somebody. Um, sure, there are, you know, just as there are predatory men, there are predatory women, I would say. Um, I know we like to look at women as as as, as virtuous and, and helpless and like, you know, they don't have control. But I've already said, you know, one pubic hair can pull a cart of horses. Like, she, she can run that shit. But, but somebody that needs to insert himself, that doesn't necessarily make him a better lover. Mm-hmm. That just means, you know, he's timid about having like a real connection with someone and he hasn't been brought up to develop that connection with someone. It doesn't, you know, and and the more a person pulls away, it creates a chase. So she's talking about, you know, somebody setting up the chase because we we struggle with rejection. Um, so I, you know, <laughs> some ways, you know people are going to find the truth in what she says, um, mm-hmm. but I think that there's just a lot more to unpack. Um, I think that that's a very traditional. Um, uh, response where you know we we want to villainize men, mm-hmm. and I I don't think that we should villainize men like this. And if we want men to do better, we also can't villainize them either, right? Um, but I'm smart. My dad told me he said I could put you in a room with a hundred men, you only gonna like three of them. I'm like, you're probably right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so look, I. You are bring, you are making this so serious, and I just wanted to laugh. But keep being serious. Hold no, on. What, what, what drives a woman? You know, to Look at mama. No, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But this is this is. Hold on, we're gonna fast forward just a little bit because she Look says. So her mom. Hold on. This is what she's trying to explain to her mom what a what a jackrabbit is orgasm with your clitoris but also you have inner orgasms inside the intra vagina inside the vagina walls hidden g-spots and every woman's g-spot may be similar or some women may have more than one g-spot so some women are actually hooked on coming i mean it's women that can be at one on the spot about the g-spot like (laughs) right stop it (laughs) different hidden g-spots Different ones. <laughs> all this shit, like, see, that's why you gotta read Vagina Obscura. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! It's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. I promise you. Clitoris. That's Clitoris. Like that. It's gonna get better. I promise. Work at their desk. They got the Jack Rabbit on. They said, "What's a part you can buy?" Hooking onto your clitoris tourists off throughout the day and you could be having orgasm that one of them I know they call I, I I knew some girls that was their favorite partner that was their favorite best buddy to keep in the pocketbook <laughs> but see I go back to when I was a little girl being raised in the country Jack Rabbit jump from yeah, here to there yeah we talking about the rabbits jack, out jack. They no I ain't talking it. about no real rabbit jump but a rabbit in nature jump from here to there just constantly Moving. Yes, and they say that they have taken that same concept of the rabbit jumping from here to there, and okay. the, the the design of it it jump all up on the clitoris, just jump out of control and make the woman have an incredible <laughs> orgasm. That's what they call it. Yeah, that, that's the that's the mechanical jackrabbit for the clit. What did she say, <laughs> And she confused for the clitoris, the jackhammer for the jackrabbit. Mm. Unless she said, Fucking like rabbits, 
but she focused solely on the clitoris. Uh, you, you know, yeah, listen. Mm. Folk want to swallow this shit. I let people swallow whatever they want to swallow. Oh my god! You know, hey. I'm not as <laughs> good for your digestive tract. But if this mm. is the shit that you want to swallow, this is this is. Wait a minute! It's about to get amazing. Just get ready, Frenchie. <laughs> Frenchie, hold on, Pascal. Don't y'all want to see my Sam Fallis look? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is about to get hilarious. Some men, they have so much heat and intensity in their penis that you can feel it radiating through their clothes just to touch the penis. It's on fire. I feel like it's fire underneath the skin. So a lot of women start going crazy because all penises are not. If it's on fire, they don't hold the same. Wait, wait, say. If it's on fire, y'all better run. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm stop thinking. drop and roll. That's what I was thinking. There's fire coming from his penis. That motherfucker got some next level VD. If it is on fire, stop, drop, and roll. Stop, <laughs> drop, and roll. Wait, wait. You have to hear about what happens when this fiery penis enters into a woman's fiery penis. Enters a woman's. Submissive vagina. Sorry, hold on. Listen, Is it playing? Yeah. Hold on. I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry, guys. Intensity. So if it's one hot like that, he has the energy. He knows how to work his hips, work his buttocks, and really twist her and bend her like she's a pretzel and give her the gratification she needs. She's going to be hooked and think that it's love or a deeper root level. She's become going to become sexually, mentally, and emotionally attached. Although he ain't no good, and this other man she with provides for her, take care of children that ain't even his. I love this made-up scenario because it's really projection. Yeah, that woman will still crazy. sneak and get that penis power from him. But what she doesn't realize is we have to deal with our attachments and separate the love, the orgasm, and the penis. They are separate issues. Because if we're in a lower level of it and we hooked up the penis power and this man won't even buy you uh, some shrimp from Long John Silver's and what that plate, what, two ninety nine? dollars he'll give you a ball. Long John Silver's. He won't even buy you a shrimp from Long John. Now, I'm hungry. I am hungry. <laughs> I want pretzels. I just, you, can, can, Toussaint, I just emailed you the Sam Fallis for you to... to, to Got to, it. The, the Sam <laughs> Long John Silvers. <laughs> Frenchie, Frenchie, it's about to get so, real so, right but now. But here's the thing, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to tell you now. Uh, I am going to choose Denny's over Long John Silver. <laughs> That's good. I love, I love, I love pain. Uh, uh, full of sperm and a red. Run that Bobby again, say it again. <laughs> I'm not eating a fish. No. So. <laughs> I need a fish. I need, I need you. This my favorite part is coming up. My favorite part is coming up. Them full of sperm and and he want to get a this bullshit. That's what I'm concerned about, James. Did you hear what she said? The man leaves. Yeah, mouthful of sperm. What did she say? And, and a rectum full of sperm. Listen, listen, listen. Level of it, and we hooked on the penis power, and this man won't even buy you uh some shrimp from Long John Silver's and what that plate? What two ninety nine? 
but he can give you a, a, a mouth full of sperm and a rectum full of sperm, and, and he won't give you no light bread. It's like... Well, you know, light bread, what she said? Light bread. <laughs> Damn. What the hell is light bread? Shit. <laughs> That's like a half a biscuit. Wait, 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 wait. Pascal, 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 Pascal. Oh, um, he leave you with a mouth full of sperm and a rectum full of sperm. <laughs> like, who the fuck was you dating? Uh. <laughs> oh, shit. See. <laughs> Born Center says this is a specific incident she is recalling. Yo, she's going through a whole life with one dude. <laughs> this is about one dude who wrecked a bad. Frenchie. Frenchie. Yeah, I'm 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 here. I'm a witness to this. <laughs> Frenchie. <laughs> Long John Silver, not Red Lobster. <laughs> she said a mouthful. You can tell of she really talking about herself. She, <laughs> yeah, because she's way too specific. She didn't even say Red Lobster. Long John Silver, what's that cost? Two ninety nine. She got some dude wrecked her bad. <laughs> he said. <laughs> you, you know she's like I have lived and I have learned she said and, light, light and bread, I have not learned even, not even a cheddar biscuit light bread <laughs> that it don't take a much to bring hold on hold on um, she's about to she's about to lean in real hard just give me give me give me a few more minutes just, and look at her face look, wait no look at her face. <laughs> She remembering, she's remembering the rectum. She is time. recollecting them shrimps. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. The she, mouth. Look, she gave up her coconut. <laughs> look at her. Look, eyes closed. She is back there again. You cannot. She is. She is. She is not back there again. She went back to the time. Oof. She went back. We have to see what our issue is because a man like that doesn't respect a woman. Yeah, he'll hit her, but if a man is having sex with you and he had the opportunity to be with you or he's an ex, so that means he had you before the other man that's providing for you could get to you. And all he's offering you is a side of penis when he can sneak in and not your man. Denny's hmm. does not have a side of penis, by the way. Being not your man's house. That man ain't got no respect for you, and he know you don't have none for yourself. But because you're so hooked on him and you're hooked on the penis, you will sacrifice and sell yourself out to let him come in the back door. Literally, because you got left with a rectum full of sperm, apparently. In the back door. Mm. Look at Like the double entendre of the back door and the previous rectum full of sperm comment is what really makes this funny for me. Or let him come at lunch or come in the dark when your re real man that don't have the same penis power is handling all the expenses.
so a woman thinks she getting over and think, oh, that's the best sex, but she really playing herself, and he playing her, because it ain't about her. It's about his ego and about his penis and his testicles and how many notches. It's always about the testicles. Look at her hand. Look at her hand. The testicles. She's holding the shaft in this hand, and the other hand is where his balls were. Some large dicked mandingo man came all over this woman like he won a, a NASCAR race. It was, it was it. So she, she got churned the ass <laughs> out. She got turned out so horribly. She can get up turned. on his belt to brag about. You remember. That's why it's why I was saying the other show don't times again. <laughs> Never on John's again. <laughs> don't, you ain't don't play her like that, no more. Anything beer batter just sets her off. <laughs> Don't let every man hit the bottom of your vagina, the root of your vagina. But they and don't you, know about the bottom. They don't know about the bottom. Yeah, no, 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 I was like, you know, it's stop it now. Stop it now. The you don't know about the bottom now. Hold on now, girl. You're taking roots. it too far. You're taking it too far. The roots. <laughs> of the vagina. Now the vagina's a fucking tree. The, the roots. <laughs> that is what she said. The root the of your vagina. Last I looked, I, I checked this morning when I bathed. Last I looked, there no soil. <laughs> there were no sprouts, and the shit was no goddamn tree. Now, vagina root beer. <laughs> 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 Rectum. Someone said rectum and root. Uh, woo, y'all. Oh, God. So here, my favorite line is about to come up where she talks about um, come all in your mouth. <laughs> come all in your rectum. Bottom one, but every man may not know because he might not have a penis to really know how to hit that bottom or how to lift to hit that bottom. The lift. Bottom and work that middle with a woman. She spread her legs wide and she started screaming, saying, "Yeah, daddy, that's it." Or she might start cursing or screaming out all types of profanities because he doesn't hit the bottom. And now her mind, she insane. Her mind ain't good because the penis done ejaculated all in her brain. She's gone crazy. So you don't let every man hit your bottom. Yeah. Lord, now the sperm done traveled all the way from the uterus to the brain. I really forgot how funny this shit is, man. Whoever this man is, I never want to fucking meet him. I swear to God, I never want to meet this man. I never want to meet this man. <laughs> men that have women fucked up like this, I need them to get off the planet. Oh, man. I need them to just evacuate. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody said, no. Kush Look said, now that's sapiosexual. I, 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 I told Wait. you all that, all that 
talking intellectual shit only goes so far. You got to bring the ruckus, man. Now, here comes right, the here come, here comes right here. Buckle up. Buckle up. And your body remembers it, just like a man will put a woman over doggy style or maybe get a mirror or something. Then they start hitting that woman from the back or on her back. They're hitting her. Then they start talking. Yeah, they saying all kind of stuff to her while they're hitting her. And see, that woman is being seduced. She being seduced. He breaking her down, man. He's he is screwing her into submission. No. Just second. Born Center Cold World says that dick is a menace. Listen, let me get my pillow because. No, y'all, y'all just listen. I can't. I'm just gonna put my face in my pillow and put my face in my pillow because I can't. <laughs> my pillow because I can't. Frenchie, 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 David Russell says this is Revolution Podcast. We need to lock that nigga up. This dude broke her. He broke her. Oh, My broke stomach her. legit hurts right now, Frenchie, because I know that she went through the roof. You know, with doggy style, he's not talking to her. And they- she got you in submission, bro. <laughs> Got you in submission. Oh my god, Tucson, are you here? It went to your brain. Tucson, are you here? Tucson's having flashbacks. What's going on? <laughs> she was dating that same nigga. Oh god, y'all are wild. Oh, uh, t- okay. Are you uh, on the screen? I'm having issues with my thing. Can you can you turn yourself on? Because I can't. I'm on. Oh fuck! I'm having. There you go. Can you hear me? You're on the okay. screen now. Unmute yourself. Excellent. I am. Okay. Tucson, do you have any comments? Yeah. Okay, what do you have? Um, do I do I need to have comments on this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the descriptions are so hilarious and colorful. I'm still on the different G spots. It's hilarious. She's got all kinds of information for us here. I can't stop laughing at the fucking because this is the part I used to have an office fucking 15 years ago and we found this video when it first dropped and we would watch it so much that I would walk into the office and these niggas would be playing it and I would walk in the door and you would hear fucking her into submission and every time I'd fall on the ground laughing like this shit. Right. It takes the paint. Look, listen, listen. Screwing her into slavery by using the penis as a weapon to break her ass down. <laughs> and all the defenses. I mean, she wide open when the penis all up in your vagina. Man, you don't have no defenses unless you just really are thinking. And this is not about the love experience. This is about a uh, a money experience. So she's a prostitute. Then she's working it just for her benefit. But when a woman is really liking this man and she's feeling him and what he's doing, especially if she's sneaking around with him and he has nothing to give her and her man is treating her better than he is, 
he has already gotten her defenses down, but she's very weak. And that's the worst thing that can happen is a man to get you in. He's thrusting the penis in. Whose vagina is it? Um, I've I never. I don't, I don't, I don't in know. My life. Trees it is. Whose vagina I it mean, is. cocaine is a hell of a drug, y'all. I just. <laughs> she left out that part. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh, man. Shit codes is better than slave. Clitoris into roots. Defenses oh, starring Kenzo. Look at her. <laughs> I guarantee you, she is moist in that seat. I swear to God. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Thinking about, about those younger days, man. My, Pascal. My, my, my. Pascal. Pascal. <laughs> who vagina is it? <laughs> what kind of freed slave is she fucking? <laughs> Long to that, 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 what, what, what I said, who, who, and then the woman started calling out the man name, screaming the man name, and she let him know she coming, she coming, she calling, she calling. <laughs> call <laughs> I thought you were her mom. <laughs> I thought you were her mom chiming in. <laughs> <laughs> That's her mom. She's talking to her mom. Unbelievable. Her mom Who is explaining real jackrabbits. Who do you think taught her? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. See, listen, there was a time when mothers were not competing with their daughters. Mm. Mm. This was that time. If you look at their age, right? Time when mothers were not because when you're not competing with your daughter, you will teach her because mm -hmm. you like you got to get the fuck up out of here. You got to find a husband. She will teach her. Mm -hmm. That's why mama not phased by this shit. Mama's like, I taught you well. You slipped up. You got a little distracted. I see. I see. But you learning. You gonna teach the next generation. That's what that is. <laughs> What is this? A, a, a slave narrative from Roots? <laughs> <laughs> the Shack, part one. <laughs> Did you get the Sam Dallas? I got it. Okay. I got I it. Are we there, there's one when I'm in Costa Rica. There's a video when I'm in Costa Rica and, and the ocean washes away my sand phallus. And what is a video? Oh. I, <laughs> is it time lapse? It's, it's, it's on Facebook Messenger, but uh but yeah, I was I was mortified. I you know, Costa Rica has these beautiful black sand beaches, mm -hmm. and I was just getting my whole life making this beautiful sand phallus. Can and we show it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 there for you. So that's the sand phallus that I made. My goal is to get in the Guinness Book of World Records as 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 building the largest sand phallus. Um, there. Are I was about to say we need something here for scale. That one but... is about. <laughs> here we go. We have something here for scale. <laughs> in case you were wondering. Yeah. So 
only about what three, almost four feet, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a vacation. So. <laughs> that is a vacation. And she's like, I want to make that my life when I move to Mexico. I will do that every day. Talk about goals. Feel the dick wall. Pascal's like, get back to the penis talk because I want to hear this woman talk about the the person the person that she's talking about is Pascal. That nigga Two two sock can you well, we're almost done with this lady. I'm almost done with this fucking mm-hmm. crazy ass lady. Sam Palace, no, not that this stuff Palace. is programmed. What happened, man? She is going back in her head. No, don't take the body. <laughs> she likes so angry. This motherfucker's dick, right? And he got in my brain. You see that? Look at her face. Look at her face. She's angry. Angry. Can you hear me? <clears throat> Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we lost volume on the video, man. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. This everything's all fucked up for a second. Can you can you hear me though? Like I'm yeah, coming to the microphone. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. let me try this again. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Everything's all fucked up. Can you hear the rod? I mean the woman. <laughs> no, no, there's no video, man. There's no audio. There's no audio. Mm, go back. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> I know why. Ooh, not the play cousins. Ooh, I ain't had a play cousin in a long time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> play cousins are the best. Man, play cousins oh. will fuck you up. You don't come over here or get my play cousins on you. For well, real. Frenchie, I know it's getting late. You've been you spent three hours with us. Um, I don't want to keep yeah. you. Yeah. Hold. Uh, it's a pleasure. This is awesome. Man, did he just disappear? He did disappear. Something happened to his internet connection. Mm-mm, he over wow. there. He over there with his hands down. Nice. He is not fooling nobody. He's trying to come back now. Let's see. Mm-mm. You see the video disappeared and he disappeared too. It's like mm-hmm. the connection here. Sorry, I'm having I'm having crazy issues. It's my it's my computer is very old, so I apologize. Hands up, hands up, hands up. Oh, you thought I was, it was okay. slapping him. I was just like, you weren't right. sure. Just you weren't sure. The old my <laughs> internet broke. That's right, David. <laughs> <laughs> my my internet ain't working. Hold on. You dial up. <laughs> <laughs> Frenchie, real talk. Thank you so much for coming on. Medication, y'all. After this, yes. Um, (laughs) We just look. I hope you had a good time coming on the show. I hope you can come back again, and we can have like a call-in segment where people can call in and ask you questions, and we could just turn the show into love lines. Please do, please do. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, I, you know, I, you know, I decree that we're gonna make you a regular because this shit is hilarious. Oh, we could do that. We could. But it's do also that. informative. We I actually had a serious talk about this on my radio show. I like. Can we come on your radio mm-hmm. show? Oh my gosh. Ooh. Do I have to fly to DC? Yeah. I have to go to New York no, in a few months. Actually. Not at all. Yeah, I'm. I'm still in New York on WBAI. 
I, I do have to go to New York for an event coming up soon. So, um, so I'm, I'm doing rush hour, you know, my, you know, I'm doing more like news in the morning on, on Tuesdays. So, you know, Look. I have to find a, a, a midnight segment that I can, you know, the FCC beat and shut us down. Look, when I'm That's not true, making right? dick jokes on air, I write serious think pieces. So I have to go to New York for like a serious thing. I'll be I'll be there in a couple months, actually. You know where to find me on the East Coast? Well, I mean, send you information and then you know. okay. I mean, your audience, they were so fun, um, you know, for the questions and commentary. It's been a blast. Yeah, this was awesome. We had a lot of fun. I had a ball, man. I do too. Very informative too. It was very informative. It was very informative. We all we all had fun. I mean, you threw me off in the beginning, but once I once I loosened up, I was like, all right, now I just <laughs> hey, that's hey Pascal. Literally, what you did right now, literally, literally. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> once I loosened up, I had fun. <laughs> I loosened up. Oh my. <laughs> Frenchie, I'm finna have you like that woman. Coming mouth full of sperm, rectum full of sperm. Oh my god. Just sperm everywhere. And we got a book recommendation. Yes, like I said, I wish I could um I don't even know what I did with, with that book, but yeah, definitely um Vagina Obscura. Vagina Obscura, uh, The History of Sex. That's another really, mm -hmm. really good one. Um, uh, I, I do have some Kinsey and <laughs> books, you know, that Pascal had asked about. There's one. Kush <laughs> <laughs> like says, walking out of Long John Silver's like a glazed donut. <laughs> See? Vagina Obscura. So that oh, that's a beautiful book. It is, yeah. And this one, see, see, you talked about Kinsey, so we have Insiders View Sexual Science with Kinsey. See, well, we, you know, we dismantle that stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Very nice. Oh, Frenchie, thank and, you so much. You know, use lube. Use a really good lube. That's all I can. That is good advice. Yeah, I mean, we're getting older. You should, you know, I um like Uberlube. That's one of the best ones to me. Um, it's hyper. Yeah, that's Uber Eats, but it is one of the best, you know, lubes. Um, protect your skin, protect your body. Like coconut oil. No. Yeah, I agree. Andy William, what are you thinking? No. Claude you up? Nope, 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 nope. Right. That's not. Nope, don't put that around your orifices. Please don't. Mm -hmm. See, this is why we have. No, my brother. That's why we have a professional here. <laughs> That's right. Jack, jack, jack my body with coconut oil. You can lick it off your body, but don't, you know, just, you know, and then you got to clean that stuff up. 
I, I understand, but it, you, it should smell nice regardless. Steve said wave grease. <laughs> wave grease. Oh, Steve. Don't nobody Don't put up your Crisco because I'm done now. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Crisco. Listen. What about lard? Can you use lard? Just be seeing real shit. So please, you know, guys, don't. Don't. Mama's little baby loves shortening. Somebody said Murray's. Murray's is the thickest shit in the world. Murray's pomade. Can you use Murray's? Murray's a can of Murray's will last you a lifetime. If you if you see a nigga going to the store and buying new Murray's, that nigga saw reconstruction. Murray's pomade. That's like the sixty year old Negro still trying to get waves. In nigga, head. if you see a man buying a new can of Murray's, he was in a lunch counter sit-in. Like that. unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. That nigga has experienced from 1963. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga knew Malcolm Little. Like that. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> She's like, come on now. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Stop it. Murray's pomade. I don't even think you can buy that unless you go to a black barbershop. Nigga, if you see somebody talking about I need to get new Murray's, be like, why? Let it go. Have you ever put a handful of Murray's in your hair, Pascal? When I was like 19, last time I tried to get figure ways, I was like 18, 19. Oh nigga, I tried to put a bunch of when I was young and I thought I was gonna have waves. My shit was gonna be like a curly fade. I was gonna be Johnny Gill and shit. Try to put Murray's in my shit. That shit was just white. <laughs> Johnny Gill look, 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 <laughs> looking like coconut oil. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. That's the new Jeff Foxworthy. You you guys keep me posted next time I can come and play in your room with you. Maybe I'll bring other sure. Okay. We have to for sure. Frenchie, thank you very much. And everybody, thank don't you, forget Frenchie. about your yes no maybe list. There are multiple lists out there, but the yes no maybe list. Do we have the ability to put it up in the Discord, Tucson? Yeah. You the link. Yes. But we're gonna oh, put sweet. it up in the Discord. So we'll have it up in the TIR Discord, the yes, no, maybe list. Yeah. There's only one way to get that list, and that's become a patron. Great Black History Month guest. <laughs> I agree. This is how you step into Black History Month with Asatar Bear and Frenchie Davis. Yeah. So, Frenchie, thank you so much. Um, I, I put it in your messenger, Tucson. So, okay, here with, with the group. Um, got it. Uh, it's been a pleasure and so much fun. Later, Taylors. Later. Thank, thank you, you very much. That is Frenchie Davis. She, uh, you know, she had me at hello. Let's just be honest. She had me at hello. Andy Williams said you're using your NPR creep voice. Sure. Sure. Davis. Uh, <laughs> I believe she makes sand phalluses that Frenchie Davis. Indeed. Indeed. Y'all going to be real mad the next time you see me on screen and she's sitting right next to me. I'm like, mm, looks like she got a ticket. Well. <laughs> I work in a show. When you smile in your mouth crying. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's the woman Charles that convinces you that fucking pegging is okay. Yep. <laughs> you. I didn't want to pegging you too. You Not said that me. you're the ones with the tummy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. And either way, that would be fine. Is that what we <laughs> learned today? We learned that today. It would be fine. Long okay, you, you can believe in that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to play a little bit more of this video because A, it's do. funny. I wanted to do the whole thing with Frenchie because I'd love her frustration over this woman. It's righteous frustration. Mm-hmm. But this video has like a million some plays. And this isn't the original one. Damn, Born Center says Frenchie's out of my league. Her pussy resume is outstanding. Oh, five star. I look, sometimes you get a little dick nervous, and I would definitely be dick nervous. Funny. You would have to get ready like a Rocky movie for that shit, like train. In other words, you'd be it's... drinking five of Cialis's, two Viagras. No, 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 no. We gotta keep it all six natural. eggs. Six eggs. We'll keep it all natural. It's just, you know. Punching uh, meat carcass. Yeah, I'm going to be in the gym. Like, what's, what are you working <laughs> out for? This woman I met on the show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should see the way she caressed a fake dick. That bitch stole my dick. She said that. It would look like, it would look like she found oil. If she just fucking said hello to me. Oh, my God. Mm. Talk to you all kind of ways because women, they, especially when that man pull it back, won't give you the penis no more. Women will be all in the bed at night trying to sleep, tossing and turning. They dreaming about it. Lord have mercy. They wake up out their sleep because they dreamt the man done did this to somebody else. And the thought of that, you know. <laughs> She's fixing her, her jacket. <laughs> She is adjusting things, and so no one will see what's taking place. I did not notice that before. <laughs> she's, she is very carefully adjusting things. Pascal, come in her head so she can't sleep. Foreign Center says, come in her head so she can't sleep. Dude, this woman is the funniest woman in the history of the internet to me. Here we got to get Pascal his his uh, his money shot. Oh, it's devastating. That woman heart get to beating fast. Blood pressure go up. She can't hardly catch her breath. Just to think about that man and ration that out and laid that out for somebody else and bent them over and talked to them too and so spanked them. Right in the- Having the PhDs and master degrees to put on my wall in academia, but I have a master degree in being played by men, used by men told everything I want to hear to get me in them positions. And, and I am, to be honest with you, I'm just going to be real about it. I'm very upset by being made a fool out of and being we're about to- <laughs> <laughs> oh, This poor lady. <laughs> you straight honest there, boy. <laughs> David Russell says, what did this man do? This is the question, like, when born what the hell did he do? She said this man is a menace. Man, <laughs> That's right. Look 
Because, like said, she's got a postdoc in research fuckboyism. <laughs> Sounds right. Oh my god, Andy Williams says she's having a sex flashback in front of a live studio audience. And her mom. And her mom. And her mom. Mm. <laughs> oh, poor innocent mom talking about actual rabbits. <laughs> it jumped from here to there. To here to there. Now, what I'm saying is they jump from here to there. The sad thing is all the dudes are at a bar at the same place giving each other high fives. <laughs> Did you feel her with a rectum full of sperm, too? Oh, God. Did you hear the part where she goes, he's coming all in your brain, man. <laughs> Jack, are we going to finish it? Jack, Jack. <laughs> Pascal's Jack move. <laughs> David Russell says, I feel sad now. For real. She she went through it. <laughs> I mean, you see her go. This is reliving a... T- Fritchie said it. She goes, I bet that woman's seat is wet right now. She was reliving a tale. Because there's no way in the world someone asked, asked a question that specific. Hey, I'm screwing this guy and I got another man that's really good but this other guy happens to be flashing has a huge dick. It's really hot, dude. Like, there's no it's way. It's really hot. No, like literally. Like it's on like fire. Literally hot, like it's emanating through his pants. Should I be concerned about that? <laughs> Should he be concerned about that? <laughs> Uh, Steve says he's posted a can of Murray's on the Discord. Steve, if you have a can of Murray's, and like if you're like a you know how young kids, you know you try to shave with your your dad's right here. You know in my case, my grandpa, I would try to do anything he did, and my grandpa would give me a razor with no razor in it, right? Right. And put on, sit in the. Come on, Jason. We're gonna go shave, right? And then. You get to be like a teenager and you have like two hairs on your upper lip and you <laughs> shave for real. And my grandpa had the can of Murray's, right? The can that he probably had from the civil rights movement. Mm. And he he had passed away. And so I was going to put it in my hair and I, I didn't know how to get it out of my hair. <laughs> it doesn't come out. It doesn't it come out. There. It lives there. You need the smallest bit of murray's and it's and it's so thick am i pascal am i lying you sitting there quiet like i, you know, murray's. I know i know what you're talking about i've used murray's <laughs> steve said i'm gonna pass it down to my kids <laughs> <laughs> you use murray's for what to heat your house what you doing <laughs> <laughs> like like murray's the murray's can does like they don't change it because it's so old, it got slaves it's on so it. Old. Like it's got a slave on it. <laughs> it's literally got like shackles and shit. Hello, Wallen. And and everybody's Murray's is right next to the magic shave. 
Oh man, I used magic shave when I was in college. That shit was disgusting. Oh man, niggas that use magic shave, you'd be like, hey, really? Because I think you just burnt your face off. You know that period of time when you first start to grow a beard, you got to experiment to find out what the right shade that works with you. You experiment with magic shave? Yeah, you try magic shave. You're like, oh. God damn, this shit is nasty. Nigga, that shit's the smell. Because my mom dated a dude that used magic shave, and the smell used to scare the shit out of me. That shit smells like wow. nightmares and bad dreams. Like my mom did hair, so I know what perm smells like. I know what relaxer smells like, but magic shave. Ain't, ain't nothing worse smelling than a three-week-old perm. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You want to hear something real funny? To make money when I was a kid, I got I got clippers, and I used my mom's like hair shit, and I would give niggas, <laughs> I give niggas relaxers. <laughs> did you really... I fade a nigga up and give you a relaxer, nigga. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's curls, man. I was giving niggas. I know. I know. You got to put the shampoo on next so you don't burn your shit off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For twenty dollars, I would have you right. In nineteen ninety three to ninety five. Unbelievable. <laughs> Born citizen it's a beautician. True. Real talk. My mom had a dryer chair too. So Cash was like, dude, I can sit you sit, sit in the dryer chair, my nigga. Mm. I got you. Back in the days. But thank you guys for uh hanging out with us on our Black History Month episode where we finally decided we we're going to have black people on the show in February. <laughs> yeah. Every year I have grand plans and they tend to fail. But this year we're seeing them through. We're seeing them through. Kevin Reaver says Jason was charging too low for the privacy premium. <laughs> 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 the chat from the conservative people to the silly people I haven't laughed as hard in a long time this has been hilarious Steve said he had an S curl one summer what did he say what does it say I had an S curl one summer the curl activator would just run down my face Steve oh my I had <clears throat> Pascal I had bad skin when I was young because I, I had the curl shit and then I asked my mom, I was like, what do I need to do to keep it moist? And she's like, oh, you need you need an activator, you need an activator on your hair. So I, I I saved my money and bought an activator bottle. So I would walk around like you were like that straight out like of the that. skin, like the skin. Jeez. So glow. This thing is out here. I was like, like all day you niggas dry (laughs) (laughs) you niggas dry real talk man it's a real story putting it out there so Monday uh, I will I think it goes up I think she says behind a paywall now 
But I was on with Brianna Joy Gray, Katie Halper, Oli. She, I don't want to mispronounce her name. Oli. What is? Can you pronounce her name, Tucson? I, I, I can't. I will pass up. You pronounce her name? Oliemi. It's something else. It's really nice woman. Um. And FD Signifier, and we were doing Brianna's yearly Valentine's dating show, and I might be on call-in with her tomorrow as well. I don't, I'm not sure. Woo! Oh, word? Okay. Can I just say, I just need to clear Jason. Jason was not hitting on Brianna Joy Gray. He was not saying know? anything about them being a potential power couple. I didn't. That did didn't. not happen. I did say that to Katie Halper, though. Okay. Oh, nice. How did that work out? I told Katie Halper I just saw you people, and uh, you need to get that going. This Jewish black thing. Wow. I did say that on there. Uh, was she down? You'll have to watch the show. We're on air now. I said, I th- I forgot I was on air, and did I did say something about a, another internet person that none of us really care for but I did say something bad nice <laughs> Ola Emmy yeah that was her name yeah <laughs> I didn't do a Jackson Hinkle it was actually in it was it was, it was funny I, hopefully you guys will watch it and laugh I don't know how it's going to get edited it might get edited like horribly who knows I do have the actual audio from the whole show Oh, nice. But I can't put it up because I would have to actually listen to it all because we had recorded the off-air conversation as well. I didn't even sneak this. I actually said I called someone out really bad. I hope they cut it out, but I don't think Brianna will cut it out because she doesn't like that cat. So well, It won't have any negative effects on us. Well... But the kid Vosh came up in a conversation. I said something about that. Fun times. It was fun times. All right. Well, look, we've been going. This is this is a Finkelstein territory now. This was really. This is up there. See, I brought you two friends, Tanya mm-hmm. and Frenchie. Mm-hmm. They both twerked for you. A word. Yep. Let's see your friends do that when they come on the show. Teray. <laughs> Teray totally texted me on the show. I'm not going to say. <laughs> Today? Yeah. Teray said too much, too much, too much. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was giving me shit. He was giving me shit for something else because he's always giving me shit for something else. What That's did you fair. do now? Oh, no. He was just fucking with me. Like I fuck with him. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so remember everybody, um, Valentine's Day is coming up. Don't forget to jack your bodies. Jack your body. Move your body. <laughs> <laughs> Pascal, you're gonna get dehydrated. You're gonna pass out. Pascal's like, nah, now I'm hot. <laughs> jack your body. Move your body. Dude, Pascal's I jacking. so hard. <laughs> call this woman I've been talking to. I called her up after the show and she's like, what's I was like, I had to explain everything. She thought I was retarded. 
<laughs> God, I couldn't stop laughing. Eat the jack. <laughs> oh, and Tuesday, I'll I'll be doing the show on location Tuesday because I will be speaking at UC Irvine. Actually, I'll be doing a serious talk about the video essays that uh, that have been putting together here on TIR and the upcoming feature length video essay that will be done in a few months and i'm going to go to la and we're going to look at the uh the final and then uh ben and i have been talking about doing another live show mm -mm 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 -mm. But we're gonna sounds take it like an addiction at this point mm, i mean these posters behind me ain't all from shows in oakland right they're all from Oakland? I said they're not from shows in Oakland. Oh, I was about to, was about to say. No, I wish I would have said that. I like that place. I do. I do. It's a wonderful. I'm really sad. And, you know, shout out. There's a, a woman that was a, a, a activist and an anarchist. And, and I heard some people said some, like, really horrible things about her. And I really hope her. And I don't know if you guys heard about this. I do want to leave it. This is going to be a somber note. It's kind of been fucking with me. I did not know the woman. But she is friends with people that I'm actually really close to. Um, she had a bakery in Oakland. And she, it's really sad. She got robbed in her car. They went in her car while she was in her car. And to get her purse. And, you know, she fought with the people. You know, not everybody, you either have a flight or a fight and hers was fight and as she was fighting with them they jump into a getaway car and she's hanging on trying to get her purse and they drug her and her head hit the ground and and she she couldn't survive off life support mm. and she truly believed in prison and police abolition and her family has asked that, you know, the person, it, when and if they find them, but they're probably going to find them, gets into some sort of re recidivism program and, and they want restorative justice people involved with the sentencing. She donated her organs. They're going to help 70 people. It's a sad thing. And it's not the time to use this woman for any of your posturing. It just ain't. It's not the time to ha-ha the defund the police people. It's not the time to ha-ha abolitionists. To say, oh, well, if it was a cop, I bet they would have tried to prosecute Probably not. But it's just not the time. Maybe we shouldn't all be Benjamin Crump and look at these as opportunities for us to boost our profiles. Maybe take a step back, think about how we all want to look at violence realistically but if you haven't read about it it's a it's a horrible story 
you know, I love Oakland, but it's a sad reality. And on that note, you guys have anything to say? Yeah, man, thanks for bumming me out, man. God damn. <laughs> yeah, that was Iron Shit was out a good time. Kill the vibe, man. Please don't think that's true. Sad story, man. Sad story. It's a yeah. sad story, and I and I just I just don't want people to try to use this as some sort of platform to either. Well, you know these dumb bastards. Still, somebody's gonna say something stupid. Whatever, man. You know, no one okay. talks about that dude Benjamin Crump. Always, whatever a nigga gets murdered by the cops, that nigga's sitting right there. And uh, it's gross. It's gross. And everyone I know that knows her, I mean, these are like good friends of mine. Now, one person has used it as an opportunity to try to boost themselves because their friend passed away. You know, so be good to each other, as Jerry Springer used to say, of all people. I love you guys. And hopefully I'll have some more news for you on this proposed live thing. That, uh, that that me and me and Ben are planning. It's it's going to be dope. It's a tour that would involve a lot of little dates and one big show in a small market, actually. So let's go out old school, Pascal. Peace. <laughs>